Hello, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Hello, this is Jorge. And this is Viv. And oh, I'm the guest star, Kevun. Kevun. <laughs> Today we have Kevun. Um, he likes to pretend he's Korean to make fun of all Koreans out there. I don't do that. <laughs> Please be offended. I've been yeah. to Korea twice Please. in my life. Yes. Yeah. And that's how much he hates you guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love Korea. I know you still pray to Kim Jong the illest, okay? <laughs> He's the illest. <laughs> Alright, anyways, we'll start with how's your week? How's your week, Viv? My week was okay. I didn't really do anything aside from volleyball. Um last weekend I went to celebrate somebody's birthday for Ooh. I was only gonna go for like fifteen minutes and yeah. just like buy her a shot. Oh. But then when I went, she had like a drink timer on for like when she could take a shot next. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll wait. I'll wait the 15 minutes that you have on your timer. And I ended up staying the whole night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is that, is that a new thing people are doing now? Drink timers and shit? No, actually. So the birthday was my girlfriend, Carly. It was her birthday. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, you, I, let's see how long you could survive. So she actually tried to like time herself so she wouldn't get blasted and die <laughs> before like, you know. Like, like 12 too early yeah uh, too early you want to stay alive a little bit take some photos see your friends and then then you can die mm, yeah. makes sense she blacked out eventually right no she definitely blacked out she's like i don't remember anything past 12 i'm like okay nice nice yeah <laughs> didn't seem like it though because she was still very like coherent i guess yeah, yeah. she was wait um, when, when's the last time you guys all blacked out oh probably in the summer summer, summer. or maybe no not in the summer <laughs> oh no um a few months ago oh okay a few months ago it's a common thing for viv no, no no it was a few months ago and i just drank too much at a friend's house and then before that I would have been in the summer also with carly that's okay play oh. hard you know, <laughs> yeah. oh actually, work hard play hard that reminds me i guess it's not my turn yet but here i i printed you a rape whistle is it it's for the other person so when viv kicks their ass yeah but you know just in case i printed you a rape whistle <laughs> Guys, it doesn't oh, work. <laughs> I, mean, I think you have to pull pretty hard into it. Oh, Ow. okay. I mean, I mean, seems a little faulty still. Though, whatever. But okay, it is what it is. V one. Okay. I will never get essayed or anything. Uh, all right. Anyways, party. <laughs> what else? What else? Yeah, I did that. I went. Oh, I tried this restaurant called El Mero Mero, and it's supposed to be a Mexican restaurant. And they opened up a storefront after being a taco food truck for a while. And they were really popular as a food truck. So I thought the restaurant would be really good. But when I went, I ordered. Yeah. I actually don't think it was that good like at all. When I went, I ordered birria tacos. And they were the driest, plainest tacos I've ever had. It's so bad. So yeah, it's the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, they have a food truck. And then we, I think one day after volleyball, myself and like, you know, a bunch of people, we were like, oh, let's try out this new taco place. Yeah. We tried it. I, dude, I swear, I spent 30 bucks and I was not even close to full and the Damn. food was so dry. It's so dry. Dude, and every time we asked for sauce, like, uh, it only comes with one packet of sauce. I was like, oh, shut oh the God. fuck God. up. Actually, you should guys get tacos from this place called El Bianco. I think oh, it's El Bianco. Yeah, it's a, it's a restaurant from Calgary, actually. So it came oh. up. Uh, they brought it about a couple months ago. <gasps> it's on the south end, but it's uh, new, right? yeah, it's new. Oh, shit, that's on my list it's pretty good. Is it just called Bianco or is it L Bianco? Uh, honestly, I don't <laughs> know. I did you put the L in front of it? Wait, El no, Bianco. this is an Italian restaurant. Oh, no. Bianco's uh... maybe it's El Blanco. 
maybe it's El Blanco. It's it's an L and something with a B, but it's from Calgary. Blanco Cartina? No, I don't think that one's this it. One? El oh no, Blanco. this is fandom. Yeah, no. you know what? Something. It's a I, really I know, good taco. I know what you're talking place. about. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell is Ta- what you're talking about. Ah, Taco Bell. If you want to get the runs. Oh, when summer comes, when they open up the food trucks again, Bandito is really Bandito's? good. Bandito's? Where's yeah. Bandito's? It's a food truck. Oh, it's a food truck. Yeah, it's a taco truck. It's so good. Yeah. Is it? Freaking good, yeah. <clears throat> is it worth it? I feel like so worth uh, it. at least my experience in uh, Canada, the taco's always like crazy expensive. It would be like 15 bucks for like three tiny tacos or it's something true. like that. that Whereas true. like when we, went to, when we went to LA, it was like... So cheap. It was Holy fucking dirt cheap. Oh, I remember in New York, tacos were like $1.50 and it's yeah. like one taco but you can get a bunch yeah. of them for like a dollar fifty and so yeah and they're good yeah and there's like so juicy but here i feel like for some reason it's so inflated it's like literally five dollars for like a hand-sized taco and i'm like this is Dude, the markup is crazy with tacos. we should start a taco yeah business, guys. we should no, we got, no, no, no. <laughs> guys guys hear me out you, you have to do an xlb one that's where they do oh, crazy markups. That's, that's where like, oh, this uh, this bow, this little bow that like is literally fits half your mouth is worth four dollars each, son. You're that's right. true. I'd be like, it's because we use premium. Too. Yeah, yeah, food truck too. Mm. That'd be so easy too. You think so? I think so. All right, go do it. <laughs> yeah, to make the bows first. <laughs> but I think yeah, I think that'd be pretty easy to do. I think it'd be easy to start. You'd have to start it, get a lot of hype, and then sell it right away because it's not maintainable. Why do you think it's not maintainable? I think uh, a certain restaurant, like, something to it. Like, I feel like only a very specific restaurant can, like, maintain that consistent hype. So, I, I feel like whenever there's a new restaurant, there's two things that happen. It's either they overserve, so they give you a lot of food, so you feel like it's high value, or um, they just have really good quality at first, and then it just slowly drops down over time. So, then it's, it's just not consistent. But, like, certain places, mm-hmm. and, and I'll name them, like, right now, like, Kotohue. Uh, turquoise like these places are always consistent right like yeah. every time you go you're like okay i'm gonna get this and it's gonna be good i was considering getting turquoise today until you <coughs> messaged me and was like do you want something from costco oh yeah like, oh, oh, sure. actually a side note you know jerusalem yeah they yeah. they have a bogo on uber eats oh yeah so it's buy one get one mm. how so, long right now i don't know yeah i just for as long as it's there i i thought so my my thoughts in jerusalem is it's it's pretty good but the meat's not as good as turquoise but yeah. um the sides are pretty good actually the sides i yeah. actually like the sauce a lot but oh the the garlic sauce is yeah. different yeah fucking hate the... dairy sauce yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you lactose or no no this one time i was on the phone with um turquoise and i was trying to order it and alvin was just like oh get the hey dairy sauce so i was like can, can i get a side of hey dairy sauce and the guy was like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and i was like oh it's the garlic sauce and he's like no idea and for i don't know i started like five ten minutes i was trying to explain what i wanted and he he had to have been trolling me like had to happen i was like hey dairy hey hi dari and i pronounced it every single other way he was like no fucking idea no I'm, idea i'm looking at and it and i was like it's like a white <laughs> sauce what sauces do you guys have and he was like oh like the hi dairy sauce I'm like, what the <laughs> Fuck. I literally Troll, said that dude. to you. He had to have been trolling, but I tried so hard to explain to him. He's like, like what like, are you talking about? Like, I feel like you show this to anyone, they're always going to say, hey, dairy, right? Yeah, H-A-Y. Yeah, I was like, hey, dairy, hi, dairy, hi, dairy, anything. He had, he had no idea. And then five minutes later, he said like the same thing. 
Uh, and you're like, what the You didn't roll your yeah, R enough. Yeah, I rolled the R a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, whoa, I understand. Uh, yeah, aside from that, I didn't really do anything. Nice. That was a nice weekend. Volleyball, gym. Chill. was good. Yeah. It's good. Oh, I uh, dislocated my index finger, and I think I actually healed wrong, or it's actually like broken in a weird way. There's like a bump on the side. Yeah. And it shouldn't be there. You wanna you want me to 3D print you a splint? Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can snap it back. Yeah, I, mean, I tr- I did, but then maybe I didn't do it properly because there's like a bump right here, like below the joint, and mm. the joint was where I was lo- dislocated. Is there pain there? Viv, the yeah, medical like, doctor. I, I literally can't back? bend it more than this. Oh shit. Yeah, it I might think be some scar tissue. Just go see the doc yeah. for that. I did. I got an X-ray and everything. They said it wasn't like fractured or it was fine. And They're stuff. like, this crooked shit looks right. <laughs> like, bro, there's literally like a hard ass bump on the other side. Are you sure? But that's uh, all. Rip. Yeah. Yeah. How was uh, your week? Yeah. How was your week, Kevin? Uh, my week. Well, I was me. I was at the same party at with Viv. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's Carly's birthday. Uh, I had a couple drinks. I was trying to pass off my drinks to other people because nice, I wasn't trying nice. to die. I gotta take care of my girlfriend, you know. Nice. So responsible. Yeah. She, she was dying. And then, well, yeah, she stayed at the bar. Viv was, Viv was feeding her shots all night. Wait, Viv, how do you know uh, Carly? Just from school? Uh, University. We both oh. joined the hide and go seek club. Oh, oh yeah. No, she told <laughs> yeah. me about that story. It was like you, her, and like Demi. Yeah. I think. Y'all hid in like some fifth floor or something. <laughs> yeah. Nobody found you. You're like, okay. You're like, all right, should we go right, home we go. now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you allowed that to was, like, like the only day that I went? Are... <laughs> I was like, well, I met one friend. Nice. Are you are you allowed to go to the washroom and like hide and go club? Like, what are you just it's probably take, like, like, a no three one, hour no one's shit. probably gonna find yeah, you. I, I mean, like you literally just walk away and leave. But that that's it then. True. Yeah, so what's the goal? Like, do they have to tag you or something, or if they just see you, you lose? I don't even remember how oh. it was played. I think everyone got like a sticker or something so, to show that you're a part of the game. Oh, okay. And then you just go around finding people who have like that tag. But or as soon sticker. as you see them, do they lose or some shit? Yeah, you go or, back to the class. Or, or that do you have to like? Do you have to like pat them on the back or some shit? I don't. I don't remember. I, I literally you. went once. <laughs> oh, if I went, I'd, like, I'd run so fast. I, I'd like stay. I'd stay right next to them the whole time. Like, oh shit! No, no. Stand right outside the door. <laughs> like, damn, what took you so long? Uh, what do you get from that? Like, like game? fun, just fun. Yeah. I don't know. You I literally went that one time and like basically hung out with Carly, and then I was like, all right, well, well I'm good now. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think most uh, university groups, it's just like. If you can justify having a social event, the universe will give you some money. Oh, yeah. That's true. And then you just spend that on a bunch of pizza, and then your group fails, and then you just start up a new group after. Oh, yeah, we did that at Toastmasters <laughs> a lot, too. <laughs> fitted pizza hack. Oh, my God. It's because of genius. <laughs> oh, my Because then there's a lot of hype at first, and school's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a social club. We want to, you know, encourage our students not suicide and have friends and shit. Um, so they'll put money into it and then you just you fail slowly. You'll be like, like that oh. work joke where it's like, instead of giving you guys a raise, we're going to have a pizza party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I can't laughs> pizza party and games. Yeah. Ooh, your favorite. <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes extra for lunch today. <laughs> nice. Yep, exactly. That's kind of what school does too. All mm. the free pizza shit. Yeah, so... Uh, that was the Saturday. Sunday was just relaxing and chilling. Um, oh, for her birthday, went to Sushi Toshi. Ooh. So, Sushi Toshi. Where's yeah, that? it's like oh, the Ace place. Side. It's by uh, it's in what's it called? 
Christie's Corner, like by the movie theater in Northgate. Oh, is it is it all you can eat? Yeah, yeah it's really it good. Is. You would actually really like it. I don't it was pretty sure. good. No, I, I'm actually very sure you would like it. It's like very cost efficient. Well, okay, it's like yeah. forty bucks, but you get steak, you get sashimi, oh. you get chow and it's like actually really good. Yeah, it's actually the food. It's like the quality is like pretty good. So, mm, tempted one day, one day. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting hungry. I just think about it. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. I just respect Japanese food in Edmonton so little. I mean, that's also that's true. I'm just gonna go to Vancouver. Yeah, too. exactly. Uh, Shit yeah. like that. Nice. Anything else exciting? Uh, I actually did apply for a new job. I Ooh. applied to be a health compliance consultant. So it was actually Ooh. like, it's like auditing. So I, it, I think it's just gonna be kind of cool because it's a different type of field for me. Because I'm so much into healthcare, I wanted to take yeah. things into a different direction and yeah. kind of see it from like an auditor's perspective and just yeah. gain like different experience. Because I feel like what I'm doing right now in healthcare, I found like in terms of like uh, my job advancement, it's very like horizontal right now. Wait, so uh, what 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 do you do right now? Uh, I'm, I'm a respiratory therapist, right? Okay. So pretty much what I'm doing right now, I'm working at a community, uh, in the community, working at a private clinic. Uh, we do like sleep tests for like sleep apnea. And um, I also do PFTs, like breathing tests. So I'm kind of in between two roles right now. Um, but I feel like for me, in terms of my like, growth for my career it's very horizontal um mm. the only way to really go up is like through management and it's really i found myself like not wanting to really do the whole corporate ladder thing mm. yeah, yeah so fuck that shit. yeah i'm not really into that so i wanted to just you know change up careers um i actually kind of wanted to get into like something more tech based like software development is one thing i'm kind of doing on the side so, you know, every now and then I'm just going home, practicing coding, and I'm actually trying to make my own, like, website, make my own portfolio. I'm making it, like, a tower defense game just for fun. Oh, nice. I yeah. love TDs. Yeah, it's just, like, on the side code. until I can really, like, really progress with it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a struggle because I get so tired when I go home. I'm, like, drained from work. Mm. And then I still want to keep up with my fitness, so I still have to make time to work out and then meal yeah. prep. And it's, like, so hard to find that time. I'm just like, oh, it's tough. Wait, so as an RT, if someone has snoring issues, what's your solution? If someone has snoring issues, I'd say get a sleep test because there's likely chance you probably do have sleep apnea. And honestly, like a lot of a lot of my patients have said like getting a CPAP machine to treat the sleep apnea has been life changing. Wait, but did you read that breathe book? <laughs> what's the breathe book? Okay, so we did a whole podcast on like breathing, and so there's a book. Uh, I'll I'll show you later. It's it's just this guy who wrote about breathing and how like you can train yourself to breathe through your nose so you prevent snoring because snoring is usually from mouth breathing right so or or collapse collapse throat or something yeah right yeah yeah. but like as you breathe through your nose more like opens up that side of the airways which will prevent the collapse of um i think there is some truth to that because you do train the muscles to breathe through your nose yeah uh what kind of happens is with sleep apnea is that the airway is collapsed because of um, genetics, like the muscle tissue, or they're fat, right? Yeah, or, so like, <laughs> so like, the, the, collapsed the, because they're fat, yeah, isn't it? or yeah. or super ripped too. Isn't guys with like super thick necks? They usually thick have... necks. That's yeah, so that's it's it's all the tissue, the muscle tissue, oh, yeah. kind of lays Shut down on that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Oh yeah, you're so ripped. You got no neck. It's all yeah, muscle. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, so the idea is that the muscle is like so heavy that it actually yeah. like puts weight onto your neck. So when you're laying down on your back flat, <sighs> you 
that muscle so tissue <laughs> collapses your airway. You actually you're not breathing when you're yeah, sleeping, yeah, yeah. and when you're not breathing, you're sleeping. You're you're actually not getting effective sleep because every like uh, five seconds, when your oxygen saturation like goes down, you you have a desaturation episode. Yeah. Um, your brain will tell you, oh, you gotta like breathe, so you got, you'll like kind of kick yourself awake. Uh, even though if you don't, you might not physically sleep. wake up. Yeah, it's shit sleep because you never get into deep. Yeah, you don't get that sleep. deep sleep because your yeah. your brain's still like in that um. Uh, like survival mode where it's just like oh you gotta breathe yeah and you're like so so anyways guys if you're wondering uh, we did a podcast on sleep and a podcast about breathing before and both those things directly connect to each other very highly but yeah if you guys want to live longer just saying yo actually I I don't know I don't know if this is true because I saw this on TikTok but like this one dude, obviously it's true then. Oh, okay, TikTok. You're true, true. <laughs> TikTok is like the world better than the encyclopedia yeah, yeah yeah but it was a it was a guy pretty much saying um if you like have less than five five hours of sleep there's no way you're gonna make it past like the age of like like 65 yeah Fuck. yeah yeah you get crazy dementia that's the first thing that happens that's the scariest like how thing. how regularly do you have to have less there's than no such thing okay we went through this podcast bit. there's no such thing as catching up with sleep no i know but then like it's like okay if you so every fucking day okay but i'm saying like maybe like every monday you only have like four hours of sleep but then every other day you have solid eight nine hours would that still then decrease your life then every monday to 65 every monday you're decreasing your life expectancy a little bit and then every other day you're just you're just averaging out back to normal i say because you're you're young still no 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 no. because you're young still you're it it just puts it does put more more like strain onto your, your heart that's ex- like that's what it is. You're putting more strain, strain on your heart. Onto your brain. You're literally your heart and your brain. You're literally your stupider. So as your oxygen levels drop, right, your heart works faster to pump blood to deliver more oxygen t- through your through your body. But that's only if you have uh, sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. saying sleep apnea. Uh, are we on the sleep topic? No, we're just talking about like shit sleep. If she, you know what an AV block is, an AV block, atrial ventricular, atrial ventricular block. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of yeah. know. I, mean, I I learned it in school like super long time ago. Okay. Can that be caused by a lack of sleep if your heart is like... I would say no. Okay. Yeah. I'd say yes, definitely. Yeah, fuck you. Lack <laughs> of sleep can cause anything. That's true. You can die from lack <laughs> yeah. of sleep. So. You're pregnant and die. You, that's like literally the worst torture is, is lack of sleep. Yeah. Have you ever hallucinated from lack of sleep? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really? I've Not, never had actually, that. No, I haven't hallucinated, but like time skips. Oh, okay. Okay. Like... Like, I'll be driving, and that's the scariest part. I'll be driving, and then I'll pass two blocks, but then I only remember the, the first block. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, this is not good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I heard this story where there was a there was a guy, he was uh, watching TV, right? Yeah. Uh, he was, like, very, like, very, very lack of sleep type of person. He was a big dude, and pretty much when he was watching TV with his wife, um, the t- for him... Like the episode of the TV or ever stopped playing, and he had to take out his phone and like pl- like hit play on his phone to resume the episode. But then his wife, when he told his wife that, he's like, she's like, "What the fuck? You're you're going crazy!" Like, what? and he's like like hallucinating because he's been um, lack of sleep forever, right? So that's why I was always worried about you, Viv. You gotta get more sleep. Yeah, this is actually all in your mind right now. This whole podcast. <laughs> Shit, why am I dreaming about this? Wake up! <laughs> wake, wake up! up wake up! <laughs> Uh, I mean, go back to that sleep podcast, but maybe we should do a refresher one day. I feel like that shit's, I don't know. Like, yeah, I would should. love to go back into and like go read that book again. I pretty much read a book about sleep. It was a really good one by Matthew Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just talks about like some of the intense shit that happens with sleep with and like lack, yeah. with lack of sleep, how 
bad it can get. It's bad. Um, and like they do cognitive function tests yeah. and it's stupid. Like you don't think how bad it actually is until you see the, the test and you're like, oh shit, these people are like dumb. Oh yeah, what, sleep what is so important. What do you uh, mean dumb? My sleep has been so bad for the last month, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, but so like maybe you're still operating normal, but could you imagine you were operating optimally? Wait, do you do you think you have sleep apnea or is it like you no, just no, get no. like four hours of sleep? No, she literally sleeps no, super I just, late. I just sleep super late. Yeah. She's oh, su- yeah. I, I'm 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 like really, I guess this isn't the right way to say it, but I'm really good at just not sleeping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like I can sleep home. very late, and I can have like two hours, and I'll wake up and I'll be like fine or quote unquote fine. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I've never like thought how like I for me I can't put myself in in those shoes because I'm like I need six seven like yeah actually yeah. i need seven hours of sleep if yeah. i get six i'm still fucking oh tired. dude I, I aim for nine every day but nine is like two no, i no, can no. never get nine nine is, so eight to nine is is optimal but it's not it's like it's eight so when you're actually in bed if you're like sleeping for nine hours you're actually only sleeping for like seven or eight but that's fine you have nine hour in bed and you only get like seven ish hours mm-hmm. and that's how they count it right so if you're only in bed for like five hours like viv you're maybe only getting three and a bit hours of sleep let's see because you have like the the, 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 whole, the, like, the yeah there's there's Before sleep cycles and night. shit yeah so you probably only had like three in a bit like your eyes are big as shit so yeah well they're always big <laughs> i feel like my eyes are pretty baggy but yeah yeah but i know for a fact Viv doesn't sleep enough so factually what? i have a camera in her room what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i just like i just find it crazy how you can only like you just only need two hours of sleep to function because i feel like i'm so inefficient with like like seven hours of sleep i need like eight eight is a good number for me uh yeah nine's pretty optimal for me no i i can see like the difference though because like in the last before this month i was really good on sleep and i can see how like i'm like less slow i guess and more sharper with my responses and my thinking process and i'm just less like dead but it it, yeah it also affects your mood too yeah yeah like you just feel better you just feel so much i mean this is from my experience i feel so much better with it but usually I aim for quite a bit. Like, I usually want to get to bed by ten thirty, and I wake up at seven for work. Oh, old man. Yeah. So that's eight and a half. The ideal is to sleep at ten and wake up at seven, the full nine. But uh, yeah, I don't always get that. But weekends I try to like lengthen it. But the problem is like I'm so used to a certain wake up time. So like weekends I always wake up at seven. Mm. Like even even if I slept late. It's so nice. I'm so excited to sleep in tomorrow. Oh, dude, I love sleeping. Yeah. Actually, I try not to sleep in because if I try to be productive. Well, I feel like I have so much in my morning I could do stuff with, but if I end up sleeping in, I'm like, dude, it it'll be like one o'clock, and the rest of my morning's like gone. I'm like, oh, damn, man, one o'clock is like sleeping, sleeping in. I'm sleeping in when I sl- actually I I haven't done that in a while. Usually when I sleep in, it's till like eleven okay. now. But I try. I want to wake up at like eight, like okay, not eight, like nine, ten ish. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like that's impossible time. for me. Like, right at 7, I'm already... I can't sleep anymore. Uh, My body's just used to it, but... That's why I try to sleep early most nights. Anyways, even nice. on weekends. That's, that's how I nice. usually leave when we hang out fucking early. Yeah, unfortunate. I mean, I have to think about it this way. Friends or my life? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, every single time someone's like, hey, you want to stay longer? You're like, my life. <laughs> you know what you're Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> yeah. You're robbing me of this right now. 
You're robbing me of 20 years. You, fuck. You think How you're could worth- you be so selfish to ask me that? <laughs> you think you're worth 20 years? You ain't worth shit. Uh, but yeah, cool, cool. Anyways, uh, my week's been pretty decent. So I think Kevin is new for you or Kevin, this is new for you. Um. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. Do you want? Yeah, you said Kevin. I was like, "Who's that?" Oh, you said Kevin. All that's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I aired out my resolution on the show. So now I have to keep up with it. So in order to keep up with it, I've been sharing weekly with the show my resolution and my progress. Okay. So one resolution is reading twenty five books, or I guess twenty six books for the year. Oh, I had a similar resolution. Mine was one book a month. I already <laughs> I already failed in January, so I gotta catch up this month. Kevin, what the fuck? Uh, it's like I have a similar resolution, but mine's one book a year. <laughs> no, one book a month. One book a month. Anyways, I'm on my fourth book. I'm about halfway done. This is my marker. Wait, what kind of books are you reading? Uh, so far it's mostly fantasy books. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, so I'm about halfway done this. This is the fourth book, so it's only been like four or five weeks into the year. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's uh, this is my fourth book. I'm halfway done. I should be done like by mid next week, and I can start my next one. Uh, this was pretty cool. I think I talked about it before. It's called Sendlin Ascends, the whole Tower of Babel and all that stuff. Uh, it's getting pretty good. It's I, I'm actually kind of sad about it because uh, pretty much this man is, you know, he split from his wife when he got to Tower of Babel. And then every time he's so close to meeting her and it just make, like it just breaks my heart. I'm is just like, Mario and Peach? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <Damn>. But <laughs> I'm just so sad about it because, uh, I don't know, it's just for some reason, like when I read books or watch shows, I'm way more emotional than like real life. Like, I just get really enveloped in the character and everything. Uh, you're invested, that's why. I mean, like, I think the theme of this... You see the highs and the lows and the details behind their story, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just... Uh, I think... For, for some reason, in books and in shows, I empathize more with the characters than in real life. Yeah, because like, you see all the background, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you see how much they suffer and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, it feels bad, man. Well, that's the beauty of the book, too, because you have so much imagination. You can just yes. build your own world, if yes. like, from, from the book, mm-hmm. right? So, And I feel like I have a very vivid imagination because it's literally like a show running in my head while I'm reading. Yeah. So it's like, it just makes me really sad when, you know, when they're so close to seeing each other and they don't. I'm just like, ah! The heartbreak. You know what makes me sad? When you have like a good book that you've read and then they make a movie out of it and it sucks. Oh, it's dog shit? Yeah. True. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens yeah. sometimes. Uh, but sometimes the joy also is when you watch a movie that's kind of shit and then you read the book and you're like, oh, this is so much better. I think if I, mean, I watched the movie first and it's shit, I don't think I'd give a book the book a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Oh, well, you're just a hater. But I mean, oh, I've uh, everyone keeps telling me to read the Game of Thrones book because they said it's so much better than the shows. So. Oh, but um, I mean, the show was pretty good. The, the other problem is like because I have to read twenty six books this year, and those books are thick. Like you count as two books. Like those books are thick as fuck. Like even this book that I'm reading right now, like this is considered compared to the last two books I read. This is not as thick as those. Books. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so wow. I've been like going hard on these. And it's been tough. It's been tough. How uh, much time do you spend on reading books? Uh, so usually I read about approximately two chapters a night. So that's like 20, 30 minutes a night. Oh, that's and then good. I read at lunchtime at work sometimes. Nice. So yeah, it's pretty chill with that. And then, I don't know, sometimes if I'm in between doing things, like I don't want to play video games right now and I'm going to see Joyce in the next like half an hour or an hour, I'll just read my book instead. Mm. S- something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's nice to read the book in the shitter, but I rarely do that. 
I have pretty fast shits, so it's impossible. Oh, I'd be like, if I was doing that, I'd be in there for a while. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, fuck, did I? It has been four hours. <laughs> like, I'd lose feeling my legs, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the first sign. Uh, and then my next resolution is just to print some exciting things every week. Um, so this week, I printed Viv that rape whistle, so that was pretty cool. Um, I have a little wrench that I printed, and then I also have a bunch of other projects that aren't aren't complete yet. Uh, so those are like half printed. So I have the escalator I'm printing right now. An escalator? Yeah, it's a little mini escalator. You can oh, turn cute. the little knob. I, I have to assemble it too. That's probably going to be the hard part. And then a vice. You guys know what a vice is? Like a... Yeah, but the, but the, the, the table vice. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys what the fuck this is. A vice. Yeah, if you, did you guys ever hear like a vice? This is a fucking vice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the clampy thing. Yeah, yeah. I know it has a clampy thing. yeah. Viv was like Miami Vice. I think Miami Vice. Viv Vice has like... Miami Vice is a C, not a not S. Wait, is there a definition? Vice. Criminal activities involving prostitution, pornography, or drugs. That's what you were thinking of, Viv. That was the vice you were thinking of. But yeah, so keeping people up to date on my resolutions just to keep myself accountable. That's usually what we do here. I think... Oh, for my work... Uh, what is it called? Annual progress review bullshit type of stuff. Oh, annoying. Uh, I'm gonna commit myself to join Toastmasters this year, so that'll be fun. <gasps> what is uh, Toastmasters? Uh, maybe not U of A because yeah. their timing sucks, and it seems I don't want to feel old, so I don't want to go there. No, there's like actually, yeah, you may feel. Yeah, no, and, no actually, and, I would disagree. And the parking there's people that are old, old, and like just come back for the club. Oh well, fuck them. Uh, and okay. and <laughs> I think the parking situation kind of sucks there for me, anyways. So wait, oh, yeah. wait, what is Toastmasters? Uh, what is Toastmasters? You're Toast the only one. Toastmasters is a public speaking club that is held at all around the world, actually. Mm. And what you do is you go and you practice speeches and you learn how to do public speaking or how to think on the spot and how to better sp- speak better, essentially. Ah, how to bullshit on the spot. Gotcha. Yeah. So yep. when <laughs> I went to Toastmasters, I went to Toastmasters for like a little over a year. And what they did was they would organize the club into like certain sections. So in the beginning, you would have people doing speeches and then there would be up to three people doing speeches during each meeting. And each person would have their own agenda or own tasks that they want to finish within those, those speeches. So it's like a little project that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what speech you want to do within the booklet that you get when you join the when you join Toastmasters, you have to work on a specific thing within your speech. So the first one was an icebreaker. You talk about yourself for like, I think it was a little bit over a minute. And then the second one was using more hand gestures while you talk. Mm -hmm. And then some of them are like, oh, use a presentation, teach them something new or like invoke a huge feeling into the crowd. And it's actually insane how good these speeches are. Like it feels like you go and you watch a TED talk. And then the the second portion or yeah, the second portion of the meeting is they'll have something called table topics and they'll have a Toastmaster, which is the person that kind of runs the meeting. They will ask a question on the spot and then they'll pick someone from the crowd to come down and speak for a minute and 45 seconds. And you have to like talk on the spot. So this is this helps you practice like interview questions or just how to talk to people when you first meet people and announce it better and then the third part of the meeting is you'll have people reviewing you so Mm. there's people in the meeting that'll take notes on the speakers the people who do speeches and they'll give them advice on how they could improve like oh you should work on your pace you should work on your pronunciation work on enunciating the words your projection of your voice using more hand movements making eye contact using less filler words things like that and yeah 
that's how it usually goes and it's actually a lot of fun it sounds really boring oh, i think it sounds so cool oh, okay yeah yeah maybe yeah it's just one of those things where i'm already doing this thing this podcast and then i need to do this annual review for work so i was like dude this is something i want to do anyways it's so natural so i'm like this is probably an easy one for me to add in and something i actually want to do right I think it's a good skill too, because I feel like a lot of people actually. You just brought that up too, like hand gestures, like body language, such an important thing with like yeah. communicating. Yeah. And like even like if you're standing, they give you advice on like, oh, you shouldn't shift your weight here or there. This is how you should point your toes. If you're doing, um, if you're presenting something, you shouldn't stand behind the podium because you shouldn't have anything blocking you or standing between you and your audience. Mm-hmm. And whether you stand close to the stage, further to the stage. It. Do they talk about what you wear? Um, not so much, really. I think red's definitely the best color. <laughs> Why is that? Shows confidence, you know. Does it? I mean, I guess it does. It's the Tiger Studies. Woods thing. Oh, uh, I would say as long as your body language is confident yeah. and being open to the like. Yeah, that's space. true. Body have, language is if huge. If you have dad bod and you're like nude, I think, and you're confident about it, I think definitely people will be like, "Oh, this guy's super confident." Yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's better. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, that was uh, gonna be one of my work uh, annual performance things. So that's I'm kind of excited for that. I, I have looked at some clubs, so there's like I think two or three. That's good. Most of them I feel like are all like downtown and at like noon, so it doesn't work for me just because of where I work and stuff. So where else do they have it? I'm guessing all the universities have it. U of A has two. Yeah, the U of A one. Just the timing doesn't work, and there's no parking, and I don't want to feel old. Like I said, so probably won't go there. Wait, is it full of old people? Like you were talking about? No, I mean the other ones. I don't think so. I have no idea. Like stu- like what the one that I went to had students that are actually currently attending school, and then they had people that are long graduated that came back too. Oh, okay. They're losers. Uh, they're just a flex, you know. <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking losers. <laughs> yeah, you know how much I make now. That's you. <laughs> If I went there, fuck. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I graduated a long time ago. I just want to work. I'm yeah, you're wearing your uh, no, your ring, thank dude. you, dude. <laughs> I was, I was not a. Fa- I'm I don't, an engineering. I'm an engineer. I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was not, not embarrassed, but when I was doing my master's, I was like, I don't want to be seen with other people here. I just want to go home <laughs> or go to the gym. That's it. Uh, so, anyways, other than that, I uh, was super busy at work this week, so I got had to do a bunch of overtime this week, which is good because the company I work for now actually pays for that, so that's nice. <coughs> Um, makes me more willing to do it. Uh, and then this weekend, I'm going to celebrate Valentine's Day early, so I don't have to do it on the Tuesday. Because I think it's usually, like, shitty. Like, not shitty, but, like, it's gonna be packed. busy yeah, at all the busy. restaurants and expensive to get flowers or anything like that. So we're just going to do it early. I think it makes sense. Like, the Saturday before the Saturday after is probably yeah. more um, reasonable, at least. Yes. And then volleyball was fun. I slept for visiting. How did I do? What did, you, what did you rate me as? You were great. Nice, awesome, good rating. Um, <laughs> won't come again. No, just kidding. <laughs> he was yeah. great, but no, just kidding. Um, oh, the one thing I was gonna show you guys. You know what I've been addicted to watching lately? It's called porn. porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always. This is gonna sword fighting, dude. Uh, it's this food insider or insider food show, and they have a series called Big Batches where they make like huge amounts of food. Wait, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah. Well, because they're serving a bunch of people. Most of these are in India, where they give food away for free. Oh God, I used to love watching those videos. Yeah. It would be like a grandpa no. cooking in the village. No, not that a one. Huge oh. batch of <laughs> that's, like. That's the wrong one, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> the ones here are insane because and he passed away a few years ago. So, so the the ones here, they're literally serving like hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people a day. 
So all the people like cutting and cooking the food are all like volunteers and stuff. Mm. But yeah, it's pretty sick. There's some. Pretty What's your favorite cool. episode then? Uh the one with Samsa. So Samsa, yeah, dude. Okay, <laughs> I'll show you what the Samsa looks like, and you're Samsa? gonna be like, "Oh wait, wait." What are me... you saying, Samsa? Samsa. Okay, this is a Samsa. It's a Uzbekistan Uzbekistan food. Um, it's a what? Oh, actually, one thing I wanted to try was uh, they have this coffee that you like. <laughs> You put in sand and it, oh, the thing like like unlimited oh. coffee is what it looks like. Yeah, or I don't Turkish know what it is. Coffee? Yeah, Turkish yeah. coffee. Yeah, you, yeah. I was like, that that's so cool. I it looks like it'd that. be so bitter because it's like constantly okay, boiling. But so, I love coffee. Yeah, I love so, coffee. I'm, I'm, it's probably really strong. So Samsa, no, I think I think Viv would really mm-hmm. like Samsa. It's a fucking really meaty dish, or it looks like a it's different dishes. So this is like a bunch of meat, and then they put. Uh, like dough over it and they bake it in this giant oven this giant oven pie. here it was a pie yeah kind of but it's way cooler than pie so it's like I feel like when I called it a pie there's probably like everyone in India is like you <laughs> fucking it's Uzbekistan everything whoa, whoa, whoa. hold up hold up hold up this is Uzbekistan okay? not even India you fuck <laughs> Uh, oh, it's a soup dumpling. Yeah, but so yeah. it's a giant meat thing. They the cut it. Pot pie. They cut it, and it's like a bunch of different meats in it, and then they pour the broth into it. The panny puri. <laughs> dude, when I saw this, I was like, "Dude, this looks so good." Yeah, I mean, it looked insane when I was. Well, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I was trying to see it's if there's any pool. place in, in in Edmonton that has it, but there's none. Dude, I'm like, there's so many food ideas you could bring to Edmonton that nobody dude, does. Samsung yeah. would be sick. Like, there's look how meaty this is. Vietnamese restaurant that has like actual Vietnamese food, like bunsen like and shit, like like, that. like, like legitimate yeah. Vietnamese food. I mean, you say that, but when I went to Vietnam, there's nowhere here that has bung real. True, good, good bung real. There's not. But like, yeah. you can't even find that in like Calgary. You or- can. You can. You? I found I found one restaurant that has room you, Damn. but it was okay. Oh, okay. I, I found one in Toronto. It was actually pretty good, but it's Toronto. There's more. There's more people. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, I was trying to find Samsung or, or Uzbekistan food in Edmonton. There's none. What is Uzbekistan? It's the like a country. You know, yeah, you are cultures. Where is it? Where is it? It's by Afghanistan. It's Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. No, he's perfectly right. Look, there's Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan. There's Afghanistan. Tajikistan and Afghanistan. It's all near the stands. This is the look. You see this map? This is the land of the stands. All the stands live around here, between China and Europe, kind of. Damn. This is going to leave my brain in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because you're not getting enough sleep. That's exactly why. But anyways, uh, that was my week. Um, nothing too, too interesting, I guess. Just random shit going on. Uh, this week, we don't really have a... We kind of have a topic. Or what I guess we we'll say. I, I guess one thing I want to say before we keep going is that we want to like show people that we don't need a specific topic if someone's coming to on. have fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I I know some people are worried when they when we ask them like hey you want to come on the show they're like oh I'm not interesting there's nothing to talk about I feel like there's always something to talk about. So actually when you asked me to be on the podcast I was like you know what I have never been on a podcast I would do it for my own personal growth just to like do something I've never done before so I was mm. like you know what. Usually, I think the old me like would have been like kind of shy and like like introvert. I'd rather just stay home and like you know not do anything. But I was like, you know what? I'll put myself forward, put mm. myself out there, and come out and do a random podcast. 
What do you think? We'll see how it goes. What do you think changed between the old you and the new you? Uh, I actually just want to push myself to do more uncomfortable things. Uh, I'm trying to chase discomfort to help myself grow into like the best person I can be. That's that's what it's called though. My sister showed me this. uh, It's I don't know what they're called, but they're like it's a uh, YouTube channel where it's a bunch of people that chase discomfort to like grow any form of discomfort. Yeah, like like, what discomfort that'll actually induce growth yeah like like if you're scared of do to do something that you've never done like maybe just do it like try it out and like you know kind of grow from it right and i think that's the like biggest way to grow as a person yeah just to do things that makes you uncomfortable because like once you've done it you're like oh like not that big of a deal yeah like maybe you liked it maybe you didn't what did you like about it what didn't you like about it and you can like really uh be introspective and kind of find out what kind of makes you as a person too right like what are your like wants values and all that yeah, stuff right you like learn more about yourself in that yeah because i feel like especially i think a lot of like uh, people in like their 20s have like a lot of like self-discovery to do and i didn't really get into that journey until like into my later part of my life i agree and then you know it's just uh just part of life i guess what have you tried out so far aside from the podcast it's uh been- well one of the things is i moved out to calgary um just to move out be on my own for a bit i met a lot of like people there um that's when when i started rock climbing too so when did you move to calgary uh it was about a year ago actually yeah about a year ago uh i went down there i just wanted to do something different i wanted to just have a new experience see what it's like to like live on my own for a bit and i think it was a really good opportunity to grow as a person because you really like get to know yourself being in your own space yeah yeah And I picked up like some hobbies. So like what I was to say, I was picking up rock climbing. Uh, I did outdoor actually with Whoa. a couple Dude, people at first. Fuck met. that! It was actually so cool. But that sounds scary. As how funny. do you how do you get into starting outdoor rock climbing? Like where do you go? You just look at some big ass rock and you're like, okay, right, I hope somebody else is gonna show up and I can make some friends today. So actually, I went to a bouldering gym because I I initially just started off with bouldering. Bouldering mm-hmm. is just pretty much you're in a like in a gym climbing without a harness. It's very like sport like, um, and then I just met. I wanted to because well, I was in Calgary. I wanted to meet people, so I put myself out there just to like talk to people, like yeah. hey, like just networking, meeting new people. And uh, one of the girls I met, she was like, "Oh, you want to come rock climbing with us this weekend? We're going outdoors." I was like, "Holy fuck! I've never, Sick. I've never gone like with a harness and everything because I was only bouldered. Yeah. I'm like, not to mention outdoors. I was like, I've never gone like." And she's like very, she was very, actually very comforting, very welcoming. She's like, oh, just come, come try it out. We'll go on easy route. There's a bunch of like new people coming too. And I was like, okay, why not? Like, oh, how fuck it. yeah. Yeah. So first time I went, I thought I was going to die because you're literally driving on dear life on fucking little tiny ass rocks outdoors. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was it like you... harness and shit? Yeah, it was a harness. It was like a uh, top rope, right? Top rope, okay. Yeah, I was, I was top roping, so. What's top roping? So top roping is you have a harness that's attached oh, to like a pulley over. system kind of thing, right? Okay. There's something called lead climbing, which is like crazy. So <laughs> yeah, lead climbing is there's nobody really, um, there's no pulley system. You set up that pulley system yourself. Oh, with the nuts, right? Yeah, with the nuts. Yeah, you're put you're putting them into the the like rocks themselves, right? Yeah. So I'm uh, I mean but, the but, girl but, that was going on it, she was doing all that like lead nuts? climbing stuff, oh, right? Shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh crap, like damn, that's insane. Yeah, you gotta oh, trust yourself, that. right? I think the thrill is not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it was a really cool experience. Though, I was like, holy shit, this is like so cool. The views is like really nice because you get that elevation that yeah, you don't really get true. with like hiking, right? So, Where did you go to climb? Uh, that's a good question. Every, 
I always forget what it's called. It's like a gorge. Is it near Banff or something? It's in Banff, yeah. Because oh, okay. I was in Calgary. It's like yeah, literally yeah. an hour, half yeah. away. So we've yeah. gone. Uh, I've also done like outdoor bouldering, which is a like totally dude, that looks crazy. Too. Yeah, it's that way looks different. So from scary, indoors. dude. It looks so scary. Yeah, you have to like place mats. Yeah, down you're literally shit. placing mats on the ground, hoping you don't like break your neck when you fall. Dude, oh I'm my God. fuck that. Yeah. I mean, so so far right now, I climb with Kevin like every every weekend usually. Yeah. And yeah. it's just casual and shit. But like sometimes when we do climbs, when you have to like balance on these little footholds, dude, I'm sweating my balls off because it's so scary. <laughs> it's like you're like balancing yourself on your foot and stuff and you're trying to grab the next thing. And then the scariest thing for me is like if you fall, I don't want to scrape my knee or anything like that. Yeah. Because it, it hurts pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's when I sweat the most when I climb. I think those are really mentally challenging because yeah. you're kind of getting over that fear of like i that gotta do falling. this otherwise yeah i i try to like say like you know it's you gotta hit this move or you're gonna fall off yeah 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 that's pretty cool yeah so it's uh yeah this last week when you didn't go which now i realize is because you were hammered probably or something right um, uh on, it was for well yeah. it was carly's birthday yeah. weekend so yeah i didn't go yeah, on, on sunday uh we went to factory it was actually pretty fun because they set up the whole the whole gym's new pretty much. Oh, all because of the competition, right? Of the competition. Yeah, I want to go to see the competition. Yeah. Well, it was it was pretty fun because I did I think like three or four fours that day. Which nice. Was fun. I was like, oh fuck, finally I'm getting it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, it's really exciting because I'm starting to break into more like fives and sixes now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting better too. That's so. so exciting. Yeah. It's, it's it's nice going with like with guys that are better than you because they show you shit that you don't know, and then mm. it's just like because yeah. I feel like. I think Kevin told me this before. Like four is like the limit of where your strength can get you to. Like at that point, you actually have to have technique and shit. You actually have to like know where to put your yeah. foot and your hand and stuff, and like where to put your body weight. Yeah, yeah it gets a little more technical, right? So. Yeah. So it's it's really nice when you go with someone who's better than you because like they'll show you shit that you never thought of, and I feel like unless you watch other people or unless someone shows you, you'll never actually learn that. Yeah. Like or you might oh, like instinctively that, yeah. try to learn that, but I feel like learning via failure, learning from like watching other people, is pretty pretty good right so yeah no that's why i go to calvin too because he's like there's that one where he's like yeah. going upside down and shit. i'm like yeah, dude he's fucking in- wow they're, they're both pretty intense i'm just yeah. like okay you guys show me how to do this and then usually when they show me i get it really fast and it's like nice yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. no that's one of the reasons why i like climbing calgary too because everyone that i climbed with they're like really good because they're they fucking they live their life like mm. it you know so the climbing nerds yeah man is that like nerds. volleyball too volleyball in calgary is a lot more intense i think calgary just, it's, yeah. it goes back to the theory there's just more people there right not uh, that much i think the population okay. like two hundred thousand like people more dude is it okay let's yeah see. the population difference isn't that big it i think must... it's i think calgary is younger i think calgary is younger uh yeah for yeah. sure Calgary has so many more cooler food places too yeah it's just uh i would say it's a more like city with growth i guess edmonton's yeah. too boomer yeah, yeah i would say so they're uh okay well that's in 2017 maybe actually it's probably more now i think a lot of people from toronto have moved to calgary they're, recently they're 36 percent more damn. okay yeah well damn. there you go so every damn. person you see here there's 1.36 people in calgary damn. so i guess like <laughs> if you have 10 volleyball threat friends you will actually have 13 when you're in calgary yeah, you met Johnny at um at a uh, was it Soju and then, like you guys had a bunch of like volleyball mutual friends. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah knows like, everyone yeah. though, so that's okay. the other thing. That was insane. He knows like everyone. Yeah, well, I think well volleyball Wait, the, ends up being a cult. Isn't you guys that are, the opposite of cults. being a nerd? Isn't she popular? Isn't a nerd yeah. not popular? 
No, I think because we're in 2023, nerds are popular. Oh, okay, okay. Come on, okay. why are you bullying? Oh, I see, I yeah. see, I see, I see. And girls, yeah, and girls with like dicks so is a big people. thing, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're. 2023, right? <laughs> but yeah, cool. So you were uh, trying to experience more in Calgary. How like? What else did you do? How yeah. was Calgary life? Calgary life was fun. I was. Do you know people already? I guess like do you know? Uh, I knew. I had. I knew Peter and uh, this one girl he met on like I think it was Hinge or Tinder. It's like Tiff. So I met her. You knew two people. I knew two people. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay, that's nice. good. Then. I knew knew two people, and then I just you know went to a lot. Tried to like be more outgoing because I generally like to stay home and like do shit all. Hmm. Like just play games, just hang out with like with my close circle of friends. Yeah, but... I used to play board games with. With Kevin also. Yeah, and then well, I haven't done that in a while, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I try and go out more, be more outgoing. So I've been partying a bit more recently. Nice. Embracing my degenerate side. <laughs> nice. And that's nice. when I saw Viv. Viv's always there. <laughs> yeah, she's always, she's always there. there. I'm not. You find a degenerate event, she's there. I'm she was not. actually like. Give, passing out shots he's like oh i don't drink this i drink tequila no <laughs> anything but tequila oh okay 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 i yeah. swear she drank like i two feel shots like your mess your message isn't your your way of conveying your message isn't strong enough what do you mean what message that's why everyone what thinks message? you drink tequila when it should be not tequila well, uh it's okay i was pretty drunk but tequila yeah this, this man was out of it <laughs> i was not out of it i was pretty good <laughs> wait so okay i guess i Kind of went through a semi trying to be outgoing phase. How are you doing that here in Edmonton now? Just like going to whatever events and stuff. Oh yeah, I just go to events. Um, I try and because Edmonton, I feel like is so much smaller because I kind of know everybody already. That's the thing. It's like I feel like when you're in a different city, you just you don't care what you do because there's no expectations because you don't know anyone and no one knows you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So if, I I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's easier. It's just. You care less. Different. And yeah, like yeah. your feeling towards it might be different too, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, because one of my stupid goals I said is I'm going to try to meet some new people this year, which is ridiculous. Come hang out with You know me. what? You, when you go when you go climb, you should try. Oh, okay, so when I went to Calgary my first time, like I was by myself, right? Yeah. I told myself at when I boulder, I would try and talk to one random person each time I go. Mm. Yeah. Hi, leave me alone. No, okay. I'd be like, I'd be you. Work, you work on a problem with, yeah, like, yeah. and you're like, somebody's working on the same problem. You're like, oh, hey, my name's uh, Kebun. That's true. Yeah, That's and then true. you talk about the problem, like ways to do it. Even at like GMAC, I see people every now and then. I'm like, oh, I like recognize this person. Sometimes mm. I forget their name though, because I'm really bad with names. Yeah, you just mm. don't mention their name. Yeah, I'm like, hey, what's hey, up, man, dude? <laughs> dude. Hey, pal, <laughs> bro. Hey, friend. Catch you around. <laughs> Yeah, but then you see them like once. Like, I feel like if you see someone like twice, that's like, oh, I should. I would try to mem remember their name. It's like, okay, mm. first, it's not a coincidence. I just met them the first time. It's twice. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I try and put more effort to remember that person's name. When did you leave Calgary, and what was the deciding factor that made you leave Calgary? Uh, pretty much for work, actually. Oh. Yeah, I found a job actually in Edmonton because um, uh, I, well, the clinic I was working at was pretty much getting audited, like pretty heavily and my hours weren't really sufficient to be a solo like rt there because they pretty much hired me uh as a solo rt but because i was really new in my career they're like oh based on the college of physicians it's called the cpsa it's a bunch of like health regulations and policies they need me to have more hours on, under my belt before i take on a solo role yeah so because of that i got laid off and then i was looking oh. for a job 
Uh, and I found one in Edmonton that actually had really good, like everything that had benefits, good salary. And I was like, okay, well, got to come back. Yeah, or else yeah. you would have stayed. Um, would have stayed. Uh, I think that's in a well. Actually, I also met Carly at the same time, so there's oh, there's also multiple factors for me to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Did you meet her when you're like when you came back for a weekend or something like that? Or? Yeah. Uh, well, I'd come back to see my family, and yeah. then like I was just talking to her too intermittently. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, How did you guys meet? Uh, we met oh at round two. <laughs> of course. Disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, no, we we been around too. Uh, I was just like trying to just you know be social, just talk to like other people, and then mm-hmm. I met Carly through uh, my friend Hillary. Yes. Yeah. Do you know Hillary? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, she went to U of A too. I think with you guys. I don't know, but. Oh, I, I think I met Hillary through Carly. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I was like, Viv knows everyone. I know this so popular. You know Jessica? No. <laughs> three Jessicas. Only I'd expect more actually. Yes, I expect like five or something for some Jessica's reason. It's just a really common name, right? It is very common name. Or like... I, oh, four. I know four. Actually, there's so many... Vivian's a really common yeah, name Yeah, Viv's too. pretty common. Yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah, I know a lot of Vivs too. Yeah, my cousin. You, know, you guys actually yeah, know yeah. my cousin. Yeah, your cousin. Yeah, she plays volleyball. She's the... Yeah. Viv... Uh, Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. Quinn. Viv Wong. Yeah. Oh, Wong. Oh. Wong. She's the... She's from Shep. I know there's one other... There's like two other Vivs at that play volleyball one of them's like smaller has like black hair. is her name also viv like is her does she have the same last name as you or similar i no. feel like i feel like i know another viv with a similar the, last name as you like vivian kwan at Whoa, u of a I, i'm not Whoa. saying that's what your last name is. oh sorry yeah <laughs> at u of a i have no idea but i feel like i know another one with like the same last name okay. or similar i know one that has the same last name too oh okay you have to defeat her yeah, sorry. You consult your parents. One day about she's that? gonna turn around and see me like <laughs> winding up my fist. Yeah, you're gonna give her the rape whistle, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my cousin, she's going to Australia for uh, fun. For, no, oh. for for uh, <laughs> go to fuck? school. Um, oh, that's kid. cool. Occupational therapist. That's what it is. Oh OT. yeah, OT. I know, everyone goes. I, yeah, to everyone Australia goes Australia for that. They're like yeah. handing out those degrees like nothing. Like, oh, you have a bunch of money? Here's the OT. Yeah. But I do you have like... to stay in Australia for your license? To... No, no, you it's can come com- back. It's a Commonwealth country. I think most of them are pretty standard. Yeah. It's like me. Like, I can go down there and work without a problem, too. I think Australia would be pretty cool, though. I think they're like the South Canada. Yeah. But they got kangaroos and spiders and shit and yeah. snakes. I've, I've been there before. Mm. I'm not that impressed. It's, it's literally like what you said. It's just like a weird version of Canada. They yeah. drive on a different side of the world. They talk funny and they have just funny foods and stuff. I would, what food do they have? Yeah, food. Not food, but like, you know what a shoey is? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> what is that? You don't know what a shoey is? I do not. Okay, so, uh, I, so... I know a Tim Tam. You gotta do one. You gotta uh, do a shoey. Yeah, so... Or, or like, you know what Vegemite is? I know Vegemite. Yeah, that shit's from Australia. But anyways, a shoey is... Uh, you're super hyped and you take off your shoe and you pour beer in it and then you oh, drink Oh, I know what that yeah. is. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. I thought it's supposed to be a boot, right? Uh, like I an mean, old boot? I mean, I think that was the original, but people just do it out of their shoes now. Wait, so. Why would you do that? Gross. That is so gross. You ruin your whole shoe. Yeah. I mean, you ruin your whole mouth. Let <laughs> alone <laughs> <laughs> your shoe. I mean, I could put a lot of gross things in my mouth. <laughs> okay, I, I guess, but still. Both. Both. Let's just say both. Okay. Yeah, that's what oh. I felt like when I went to Australia. It was just like a weird version of Canada. It's a little hotter there. That's People why I would go though, because it's hotter. I, 
I hate mm. the winter. Me sure. too. I was thinking literally today because like, when I left <laughs> work, I left work really early today because I just got off really early. I was just done with work and everyone just left early today. Um, the sun was still out and it was really warm and I was like, shit, I feel nice. so much more better. Like, I feel so happy. That, like the second I get some sunlight, my mood improves so much. I swear I'd be so much more of a bubblier person, so much more happier if I lived somewhere where it wasn't winter for freaking like eight months out of the year. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. I th- I'm per- I'm like 90% sure I suffer from like seasonal depression. I get so depressed when it's winter. Same. I'm like, oh God, I want to kill myself. So yeah. It's depressing outside. Yeah. It's like literally, what's the meaning of life every yeah. single day? <laughs> and then today I was like, oh, I could see the sun. I feel, I feel a little bit more happy. Just yeah. Right? It's like I, like a notable, noticeable difference in mood. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I need to move somewhere where there's a lot of sun. I, I, I where think, would you move then? I don't know. I, I actually have a whole thing I've studied about this uh, for, for myself. Last time we went to LA, I thought, shit, I, w- I would be down to move to yeah, LA. would be rich then, in LA. Yeah, there's that. And then also I feel like the states because of the government and all that shit that's kind of scary that's kind of so, nationalist yeah, yeah i feel like, like for you know sure what? it is i think <clears throat> we have such a big stigmatism against yeah. like the u.s and their government i'm like but then we live in the murdo capital of canada yeah exactly <laughs> like literally someone it, got it, stabbed it, like it it last just, week it goes yeah. back to the whole like la has 30 times the people there compared to here there's probably gonna be 30 times the incidents that is exactly. true that is true <clears throat> no i think i, I do oh, notice somewhere... oh thailand you end up with the thailand be a boy huh i'd be <laughs> i'd be down to move to thailand I well thailand. so like the thing i studied is like what are things that make you enjoy your city for me it's mostly like eating pretty good food and like a decent like hangout type of thing. So why are you in Edmonton for food? Uh, it's not, yeah. it's not, hold up, hold up. Someone comes finish. to Edmonton, they're like, hey, okay, give me sorry. a recommendation. You, guys, you have like five things on your list and that's it. There's actually, so there's actually two things for that. So first, I'll, I'll skip over that, that, that part of the argument. Because I live in Edmonton, whenever I travel anywhere, the food's always better. So I always enjoy food whenever I go traveling. But anyways, mm. going back to the thing, uh, the reason is because in Edmonton, we have a 10 plus percent population of asian which is why we have actually a pretty decent asian food i'm not saying it's the greatest but i'm saying it's not bad like our Imagine. vietnamese foods are pretty good yeah, chinese not food's not bad it's it's comparable the korean food's not not too bad so if you find other cities with similar percentage of asian population or more then you're more likely to find better asian restaurants too bro imagine if you went to vancouver but they have a uh, higher yeah. asian population his argument yeah. is that the ratio of it's Asian. the percentage of asian population mm. that matters a lot so so and it's also like yeah you could just go vancouver like that's such a i mean such a like dumb like okay sorry sorry are you invalidating sorry not not dumb it's such a like straightforward answer it's, you're oh, retarded yeah it, it's just it's just too straightforward it's like oh yeah you're like Asian food fucking go to beijing right like that's just not how it works right? but it's like you have to find the niche Asian cities too, right? So like some things you don't think about, like San Jose has a huge Asian population, like a stupidly large one. Houston has a really big Asian population. Paris has a really big Asian oh, yeah, population. Paris, like sure. things like that. So then when I thought about if I were to move anywhere, I'm like, dude, I have to count these things. I feel like that's something that's like a smart way of thinking because that actually makes you enjoy the city you go to. Hmm. Right? Because if I went to like Alabama or shit and I can't eat rice for like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd be worried about food. (laughs) I mean, I'd be worried about my cousins. (laughs) No, but anyways, yeah, if you move somewhere where it's like 2% Asian population, there's probably like, what, two Chinese restaurants in the whole fucking city, and they probably Mm. don't serve good food. Then Mm. I feel like as much as you say that food does or doesn't matter, 
it will actually uplift your mood so much more when you like find the good like restaurants that you normally enjoy, right? I actually had a I had a like um a comparison between why don't why don't you live in Calgary then? Because Calgary, I think yes. by a standard, is actually higher than Edmonton. Yes. Closer to Banff, the food is better. Better international airport, so yes. more flights go. No, that's definitely a hundred percent. I would agree. Uh, for living, Calgary's probably better. Yeah. The only downside of there is probably traffic. I think. Did you feel like traffic was worse there? Or? Uh, you know what? Traffic is a bit, bit worse there. Only because if you ever take you know Deerfoot Trail, yeah, 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 yeah. that it's gets really shit. congested. Yeah. But I actually really like Deerfoot Trail because it's the it's the freeway that goes straight like north south of the yes. city. Unlike Edmonton, you only have the Hendy, which goes all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so it's like out of rush hour time. It's actually pretty convenient to travel around. Calgary. Yeah. But during rush hour, which is a significant part of the week, is like pretty shitty, right? That's why yeah. the goal is to work from home. I mean, it, then the other argument is you work from home, then you go back to Viv's thing. Like, why don't you just fucking work in Thailand then? Like, if you're going to work well, from home. Well, she wants to live in Thailand, <laughs> yeah. so. Right, like, if that was the option. But I'm just like, considering yeah. all things, I've actually thought about this in like a very like strategical and logical way. I'm like, okay, you literally search up cities with like, between eight plus percent because like okay 10 percent is actually kind of not reasonable there's actually not many cities at 10 or greater percent what's vancouver's uh, vancouver's for sure great i think it's like 15 or something i'll say it's like 50 yeah. <laughs> percent yeah, exactly. no 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 that's richmond <laughs> <laughs> richmond's like 80 <laughs> percent in fact you can't buy a house there unless you're asian uh but yeah like like specific cities are but then at the same time i also find that cities bigger than um I, I'm going to throw out a number and maybe this number doesn't completely make sense, but I think any city bigger than 2 million, I feel like is not as great anymore. Only because like, for example, LA, I feel like I can visit there, but living there feels like... Feel lonely? Is that not it? lonely. It feels like it's fucking... Conge- like, you don't see any like green fields or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's all oh, crowd all the time. It's like, yeah. you're always packed into... Although it's such a big land mass, you're like 30 million people packed into this like area, right? It's kind of yeah. crazy. It's kind of like new york right yeah like yeah. you're all packed there right so i feel like anything beyond that things get a little wild so for example toronto when i went there i think they're i don't know what their population is it's probably six plus million like for, for, for sure, sure for yeah. sure right it's pretty and like driving during rush art it takes me like 20 minutes to go like five kilometers i was like dude i could literally run this pace like i could literally run mm. to my destination faster than driving right but i also feel like things just get a bit more wild when like it's such a big city like yeah. it's not maybe i'm so accustomed to living here but it's just not normal anymore so i feel like the number of cities you can go to kind of decrease from that point right you have to find stuff that are like like the pace of life and yeah is different just right? the amount of things that you can do is a lot bigger so then you'll become desensitized to things that are normally kind of exciting here but if you lived in la for like a year edmonton would be the boringest place on earth right uh yeah maybe but yeah i i think it's more so the whole crowdedness i feel like maybe you almost feel like a statistic when you live in such a large city too mm. you, can see you know what i mean like there's 30 million people what makes me kind of like what makes me impactful to the community what makes me anything special right there's it just feels like a lot of things get diminished but yeah. maybe that's just my I can definitely see that. my way of thinking about yeah it, right? it's like your type of values too because like you yeah. obviously value can like how congested a city is right uh, yeah i don't value that like or I value, like like it's yeah. like on your list like you would not go to to a city because it's so congested yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i mean something about like a smaller like i feel like if you talk about edmonton like almost most cities in the states would consider us like a town almost like yeah not almost sure. like a full city right oh yeah but i feel like this is like a nice vibe like it doesn't get too insane yet there's still enough people to meet and it's not like 
I don't know. I swear. <laughs> I swear okay. you know everybody. You're a fucking like, popular. Like, so no, I yeah. I swear you meet one person. You're like, okay, there's ten doggone. <laughs> Ribbity rip. But yeah, I don't know. That's my theory to it. But maybe I'm wrong because I haven't moved yet. So the only other place I ever lived is Fort Mac, and there's fuck all. I mean, I'm, I'm never going there yeah. again. <laughs> I'm never going there to live again. Maybe for work for a bit, but that's it. Yeah. Wait, why wouldn't you like want to live in Calgary versus? Like, no, no, I, I would, I would, oh, I, would? I would definitely okay. go. I like all the arguments for Calgary make sense to me. Yeah, um, it's just closer to Banff, better That's international bad. airport. It's not like it hasn't hit critical mass yet. Yeah, I actually feel like Calgary's like super superior to like. Yes. Yeah, me too. Except for their hockey team, they're pretty sure they're. Food seems uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, food scene's better there. Uh, there's more activities to do there. All the there, artists go there too. Yeah, the weather's better there too. Yeah. yeah, well, the Chinooks, right? Yeah, right. So, like, you actually have decent amount of warm period. Yeah. Whereas here, it's, like, pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, like, something about driving. Like, right now, you drive two hours in any direction. You see the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but in Calgary, you can go to the mountains, yeah. right? Yeah, that would like, be really nice yeah. in the summer to just go to Banff. When yeah, you're like, like snowboarding. You guys, yeah. like, snowboard or ski or yeah. anything? Or yeah, snowboard. I snowboard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's so convenient. You're just, yeah. like, yeah. You don't have to get up at 4 a.m. to like go to- Yeah, make a whole trip out of it. You can yeah. literally just be like, all right, let's Spend go. Spend a day there, come back. They're like, oh, well, easy. Make it back for like dinner at, in Calgary. You the know? the yeah. other weird thing that I liked a lot, especially when we went to that ghost lake, it's like the rolling valleys they have south of Calgary is really nice too. So, like, you know how that up here it's really all plains nice. and farms? It's literally just fucking farmland for like any direction you go. But if you start going a bit south of Calgary, there's a lot of like valleys you and You know shit, what? Yeah, I know what you're like talking really about. Sick. Yeah. 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 It's just like very serene feeling. It's like a really nice It and... feels like you're uh, feels like this? a video game type of scenario. I like as in like the actual terrain of valleys and stuff feels mm. I don't know. It's not like flat. Like that's yeah. that, it's, it's exciting because it's not flat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is the nice part. Yeah. I've only gone down south of Calgary once for we went outdoor bouldering it's called mm. frank slide pretty much it's a town that got like hit with an avalanche nice. oh, goodness. yeah so there was like about it was like a small town it was like 1300 people like they all died yeah so oh. we were climbing on top of dead people <laughs> it's called Mass frank burial. slide <laughs> wait have you guys been to waterton waterton no i oh. haven't it's nice it's, it's the border of uh it's the national park that's the border of canada and the states so it's pretty cool. You can take a boat tour and you'll see the border. It's very clear. It's literally they just cut a bunch of trees down the middle of the forest in a straight oh. fucking line and that's that's the exact border. Oh, damn. But like that area is pretty cool because I think they have this lake that's like kind of up on a hill. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you ever see that uh, those animes where there's like a little hill and then like on and top of And you get and then like if this was a game you get there and you have like a little side quest there. Some shit like that. <laughs> or what's the other what's that movie where that person went to the Anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. A movie. I can't find it. Okay. Uh, no, the the movie was the Same. town was gonna get blown up by a giant meteor, but they're like ten years apart, and then he travels back and not travels, but his mind goes back in time to warn her and shit. Uh, anyways, I'll I'll your name. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Your name. Yeah. Kimi no Wana or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I. Sad as shit. Oh, there's another one I wanted but to. No, watch. in in that one there was that whole lake on top of the hill, wasn't it? Yes, I think it. Yeah. I remember seeing the the like the poster for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, one of the scene is like the town is on a hill and it gets yeah. blown up by a meteorite, and then that's where a lake gets formed. Oh, that's what it's about. I never yeah. watched it, but yeah. 
I thought there was something like that at Waterton, but I actually have no idea now. Like, what is this? Oh, it's just a movie. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I was actually going to go back to the whole snowboarding thing. I watched a video recently where they yeah. compared uh, snowboarding lift tickets with North America and Europe, and it's apparently so much cheaper there. In Europe? Yeah, in Europe. To sto- so the thing about here... It sounds like such a pain in the ass to bring all your no, gear no, no, no. all the you'd, you'd obviously go there and rent it, right? Like, you're not going to fucking bring your board. <laughs> <laughs> My snowboard is so nice. Yeah, if it's a nice snowboard, like you kind of want to bring it yeah. though. Right? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I feel like you'd probably save money to sell your snowboard, go there and buy one, than to oh, try to bring sell it mine. There. Mine's pretty sick. Okay, whatever. Anyways, okay. So apparently, <laughs> apparently here, if you're on a hill, everything on the hill is owned by one company, right? Mm-hmm. So they have the monopoly of the hill. They have everything. Yeah. But in Europe, like the lifts owned by one company, the ski chalet is owned by a different company, and like mm. the ski rental shop is owned by a different company, and like the ski lessons shop is owned by a different company. Oh. So then I don't know for whatever reason there it's like. I think they say like between forty to sixty dollars for a lift ticket. Oh, really? That's Whereas here, here is like at least double. Yeah, like it's fucking ridiculous. It's kind of a reason why sometimes I don't like going. One is like living in Edmonton; it takes like four hours just get to get to the hill. Yeah, and then I have to like pay like what a hundred fifty at least just to you know just to go for the day. Yeah, and that like doesn't even include gas to get there and back. And then you go and get a burger, and that's like twenty dollars at the ski. ski oh, yeah. yeah. No, I've been trying to like make a trip like this. I haven't gone like snowboarding yeah. this year, but right. I've been trying to. But like at the same time, it's like oh, gotta make that trip, and then gotta pay the ticket, and then it's just yeah. it feels like for sure it drains your whole weekend. Like you leave it like is. a Saturday oh, morning, for sure. and then when you get back Saturday night, you can't do anything Sunday because you probably haven't snowboarded in like two three months, and you're probably sore after the next day. Yeah. yeah. And then you're also tired from like driving there, driving back, and boarding and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel a little deterred. But if I lived in Calgary, though, I'd yeah. probably maybe even get like a whenever. season pass or some shit. Yeah, it's nice. Literally, just you know, you wake up at like eight. You know, okay, let's go snowboard. Yeah. yeah, get there, come back, have dinner, go sleep. Okay, yeah, so. you can literally come back at a reasonable time. Whereas yeah. like if we left the ski hill at like four p.m., we're like rushing to get home just to get dinner. Yeah, yeah, and for like, sure. And you get back, you're like. Oh. It's hard so, shit. Yeah. so fucking dog shit. So dog shit. Anyways, uh, what the fuck were we talk- supposed to talk about this week? Oh yeah, I was going back to the whole like we don't need a topic kind of thing to show people that like it's not necessarily a specific topic. Yeah. Uh, but I think you guys want to talk a bit about AI and shit. Or no? Doesn't matter. Well, I was just gonna say though, when we're on the topic of anime. My sister told me to watch this one called Anohana. Do you want to watch? Anohana. Oh, that's Gordon's favorite like anime. Oh, is it shit. one of the slice of life? It's a slice of life one. I don't know if you uh, like I slice ha- of life. I it's hate really that. sad. It, it's really sad. It's really beautiful apparently. But I, I got out of slice of life after I like graduated junior high. Dude, so. I remember I watched. Shit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks so offended. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was that anime with the deaf girl? That one made me cry. Oh, is it the, the one where she's playing one? the violin? No, 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 no. Yeah. The deaf girl. Not, not, no violin, I don't think so. Death Note? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, okay, let me see. I'm going to search this up. It's going to be a silent voice, this one. Oh, that one. That yeah. was. Really, I oh, remember get, watching that. That was so sad. I heard uh, what happened, but I it was sad. I definitely cried in this one. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she got bullied and shit. Ah, so I hate funny. I hate watching bully like shows. I'm like, like why the fuck? Yeah. Why the? No, why does no one stand up for this shit? Oh my but it's God. just not. It's it's kind of skewed too because like they spend so much time drawing her and she's so beautiful. I was like, dude, in real life she wouldn't get bullied. In real life, it's always a fat or the ugly girl. 
Or the fire ugly guy. Or both. I don't know. Wait, do you don't think so, Viv? I, I think, think well in the in her case she's I think, deaf. Though, I think you know? in like high school people bully people depending on your social status. Oh, it doesn't really? matter what you look in like. In Korea, it's a really big thing. Yeah. Like social status. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. For sure. I feel like I never experienced this in high school. Social status bullying. Have you? When no, because all my friends were in the same social class as me. <laughs> we're all broke. <laughs> For really? Sure. I would say, like, if you're, like, less popular or more popular, or you, like, piss off one of the popular people, you'll get bullied for sure. That happened wow. in high school. Well, actually, I went to Mac. Mac is very, like, it was very chill. There was not really any bullying at Mac. Yeah. There's a lot of Filipinos there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And everyone was, like, really friends with each other. Or, like, no one's really, like, bullying each other. But I'm sure I, like, like Shep or whatever high school. Yeah, it's like, like super different. I did go to Shep, but I didn't really feel like the social status was the reason. But well, you maybe had a I'm lot wrong. of clicks though. I remember there was like fights and shit at like. Yeah, like, but West I was Mall. just never involved in that shit. Yeah, but like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, if so, you're not involved in it, then. I don't know. Actually, I can't give any advice. You know what? Because Alvin was the bully. Yeah, he was, was the, the one that was bullied. I was like, <laughs> "Give me your fucking lunch money." <laughs> And here's some weed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thanks for uh, buying at my store. Please come I again. I was a stoner. That's why to get bullied. He was a stoner. I was a little bit of stoner in grade. Oh, really? Yeah, I was kind of a stoner in high school. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people just... Like, you'd be the person that when people are like walking home from school, they'd see you under the bridge and be like, that's Alvin again. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm a lot different than I was. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wasn't popular by any means, but I was definitely kind of a stoner. Wait, why are those two correlated to you? Um, no, I'm just saying like <laughs> they don't need to correlate. But I'm just like building the picture of what I was. Like, so you were a loser. No, he's a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's what you call potheads, then I guess so. Would you skip class to blaze? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Oh damn! I mean, I did some exams high before. They did not turn out well. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? What the hell? Uh, I think like a chemistry one. Uh. I think a physics one too. Yeah, I didn't turn out that great, so I had to pull my weight at like the actual final exams. But it was yeah. fine. It's just I don't know, just fucking around, right? It's, it's high school. Yeah, it's I high thought school. it was crazy. I had some friends that um deferred their diploma exam. That's oh, what it's like called, to right? Put their weight on the diploma. No, oh. like they like literally skipped it. They you because they were like. Bro, if you're skipping it, I'll skip it and we'll just do one more year together. I'm like, what the uh, fuck? Why would you do that? Yeah, why? Yeah. Sucks to be them because if it was COVID, they would have auto-skipped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> COVID was auto-skipped. You didn't even have a choice. Exactly. You couldn't even do it if you wanted to. It was kind of fucked because my little cousin was telling me about it. She's like, that year that COVID hit, whatever your grade was after January, that was your grade. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, so for some people, that would suck. And for some people, that was great. Was I don't like- know. It just depends on your situation, right? Yeah. But they didn't do any diplomas there, and they're just like, fuck it. You guys go and cough on each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, I was surprised because I thought, I mean, like, for me, I was always actually a fan of the diploma. I was like, okay, this is something that made sense. Like, we have to compare something, and this is standardized, right? So, like, some people had easier teachers, and they got a lot higher grades. That's true. Right? Whereas the diploma is like, it doesn't matter like what teacher you have and whatever it is, it's just how good you are at the subject is what you'll do in this course, right? Uh, so for me, it was always the opposite. I did shitty class, I did better in the, in, 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 the, in the exams, right? So I remember I was so fucking mad. I took, um, I took all the sciences. And so then I took 
like I took um, physics, chem and bio. And so I took them all really early, too. And I also did summer school. So I had a lot of extra blocks. So I also took like all the sciences, like science 10, 20, 30. And I was so fucking mad that for um, science 10, 20, 30, my average for all of them was 98 percent. And on the final diploma exam, I was like, I have to get 100. Like, literally, it's just two fucking percent. And I still got 98. I mean, it just means. Sucks uh, suck, hey. Yeah, that's what you deserve, right? So, I mean, if I was your parents, I'd be like, where's it's those 2%? Oh, exactly, what, that's what the happened? problem. What happened? Like, what if, if you got like 80, then it's like shit. It's like, that's like 20% that you're wrong. Yeah. But it's literally 2%. Fuck. Yeah, I, that's I don't, worse. I don't think I've ever really bitched about that. Just because in engineering, you get fucking destroyed if you bitch about those things. Oh. Because people hate you because you're like, oh shit, you're like. Everyone's struggling, barely getting like fucking That's sixty, true. and then you're bragging about not getting the last two percent. So then it's like, okay, of course, I swear, you can't really worse. talk about that. Well, the curve for engineer was like pretty hard too, right? So yeah, but like legit, there's like a stigma of not liking people who complain about like that little bit when everyone else is struggling just to get past. So it's like, me. so you just like shut up about that. Yeah. Stuff. You're like, how'd you do your exam? Uh, I did okay. You just put it away. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah. But then, if you did bad, you 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 could actually talk about it. If you did good, you're you're not allowed to talk about it. That that was what it was like when I was going through school. If you did yeah. good, you kind of just like just shut up. And then if you did bad, then you can like talk to your friends about the exam. Maybe maybe you should make nicer friends. No, uh, it was pretty standard. It was like almost everyone. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's just like when you. I think it's different now. I think because you're not so. I feel like if I did university again, I wouldn't place so much emphasis on comparing myself to like my, mm. my peers i think that's what it is when you're in university I think you're like so. oh this person did so well like and i did so shit it just makes you feel bad right yeah. but you know yeah no like me now i wouldn't compare myself to that person I'm like wow they started they actually put in the effort yeah maybe yeah. i missed something maybe it can help me mm. yeah so it's just a different mindset i think when you're in university yeah too. well so i'm not sure about like the other courses but engineering is so heavily curved that like it matters so much kind of thing. Yeah, that's also true. So then, like, you have two years of that, ty- that type of training. So, like, your first two years is literally, like, the curve's going to fuck you or it's going to really help you, right? Mm-hmm. So then you have that mentality of, like, okay, this is kind of a competition, right? But then in the third and fourth year, it's like, okay, no, no, no. Everyone passes now. Like, once yeah. you get to third year, there's no, there's, it's literally, like, D to degree at that point. Like, you literally. Really? Like, pretty much at that point, you don't have to, you just pass. Why is that? Just because there's no, they don't kick anyone out anymore. Oh. So the first year they kick out a lot of people, the people who can't make like, what it. What if you like fail all your exams? You still don't get well, kicked no, out. Well, no, no. If you fail, yeah, you get kicked out. But if you just pass. Oh, I so see. for example, if you like, let's say you kind of just passed maybe in your standards in the, your first year, you might still get kicked out if it's too low. Like, because you're compared oh. to the curve, right? Yeah. So if everyone did really well and you did dog shit. Yeah. Like if, even if you did like 70 or something and everyone like absolutely aced that exam. If they do apply the curve, you're pretty much gonna fail. Yeah, they're always gonna kick out like that bottom. I don't know what the percentile is. It's probably like the bottom. Yeah, like but but they do for the most part give like a minimum. They're like, okay, like if you at least get this much, we'll still like this is the lowest grade you can get for this grade, this like mark, right? So they they do give some assurance like that. But in engineering, I think they usually kick out a lot of people. I I personally would like this might sound rude or mean, but I actually kind of wish they they did kick a little bit more just because i feel like it's a little oversaturated through the years there's way too many engineers 
So we have so many engineering friends. Dude, they're all fucking like, like anyone else. They're fucking car salesmen now. Like anything you can think of, that's what they're doing now, except for engineering because there's no more jobs. Right. Oh yeah, it's so saturated. It's, it's, like, it's we don't need the, yeah, engineers. the market's way too saturated and shit. So it's kind of tough. I mean, well, it, it's also saturated, and because the current um, like Canada is actually a pretty decent place to work as an engineer because you actually make quite a bit of money relative to your uh, cost of living. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you work in like Europe, you would actually make less, uh, and the cost of living is comparable and stuff. So like a lot of people from other countries actually want to come here to work, right? Uh, and because of that, it makes it even more saturated. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So if people were more willing to spread out more, or if people were, or if I guess other places had a better market, then it won't be as saturated here. Yeah. No, it's like how like uh, San Francisco has like that whole big tech thing, like oh, all yeah. like the and they're all fired recently. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tech bro. Ripperoni. Yeah. But yeah, it's like how they all want to go to San Francisco and work there, right? Because that's like the big dream. Work for the Silicon work Valley. For Fang. Yeah, yes. Silicon Valley. Work for Fang. Get just to get laid off. Yeah, just to get that TikToks. six month severance package and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think of the the future of that? Like, I've always thought um, it's cool, and I actually d- never knew if it was gonna always stay up there. Like, I feel like obviously that's the future of work, but I feel like um, the pay will actually start to stagnate. Like, they can't pay all these people so much all the time anymore, right? Like, I mean, what I hear whenever people talk to me, like, oh, yeah, I just got hired at Google. I make, you know, like, stupid amount of money, right? Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it has to stagnate at some point because it's going to go back to the whole saturation thing. There's going to be too many people who know too much about that industry and that field because it's kind of a booming field. Yeah. And then it's going to get oversaturated. And then not just is it, it going to get oversaturated, the technology and the consumer will actually start to, the gap will start to bridge. I definitely think there was like a tech bubble that did burst, but I still think there's a lot of like room and like area for growth in tech because tech is based on like that growth potential of the future, right? Right. So machine learning, you know, 3D printing, all that yeah. stuff is going to expand and only get more specialized. Right. And I think the only salaries that will keep out with that, you know, high pay is like the really specialized ones, keeping up with like uh, AI, 3D printing, anything really specialized. The really broad, like, general developers probably will get the pay cut mm. I, I, I actually don't even know if it's a quote-unquote pay cut but i just think it'll just stagnate they'll just stop giving raises to those people or when they hire them it's like that's the, the base is now lower now or not lower but like not as high as it was relative to inflation and yeah but stuff. like i think the craziest thing about those positions though is that those developers are always learning like something something new because there's always mm. something new in tech like that's the whole always. point of tech right yeah. you're always learning so i think that salary isn't going to decrease as like as much as you think it will because it's going to be direct into some other form of like specialization or some other type of language something else being developed mm. that they're going to like venture capital is going to put money into right because they're going to be like oh we want to raise funding to develop oh like this new thing like well, speech ai or like, yeah but i definitely don't think it'll decrease but i think it'll like stay like it'll just stay like as is kind of thing like not increase as much as other um professions like other like every profession will increase with inflation right um, just naturally, right? Yeah. And I feel like they won't increase as much because they're over the the norm. I don't know. I would say that it's to me. I think it's reasonable to expect them to continue continue growing. 
no, 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 no. Like growth is fine. Like I'm not saying it won't grow. Like even the pay. Oh, not really? For, not for your typical developers, but I think for anyone else in the field that has like, like you said, a specialty, kebun. <laughs> but isn't <laughs> wouldn't that be the same as any other industry? If you're specializing in, in any industry, that it will it'll still grow. Right? I so the thing is, um, there's let's say, um, there's certain like. Uh, fields that they're you already know so much they've they hit they've hit a cap in yeah. like in terms of like what you can learn about a certain subject right yeah. or like yeah it, it takes more effort now to get any more more any advancement in those specific fields than it did before yeah they hit yeah. a cap like they, they have hit yeah. their exponential growth curve whereas yeah. in tech you're still riding that curve because mm. we've just like started getting into ai we just yeah. are getting into like all these new like oh, okay developments right so so like I the think- base level will be super stagnated and then everything else you think is going to grow yeah. Exponentially. Still exponentially. yeah it's still going to exponentially increase because there's so much more to learn about those things right right, right. and yeah. to develop because we're and still going to dive period. into every field too yeah so exactly really no ceiling i think well i i think there are they're gonna start bri- like like what i said before is i think the tech and the consumer will start bridging the gap so the gap between the bef- or the gap that is and maybe was there is that the normal you know the normal person working whatever industry doesn't know coding or doesn't know these specific things but i feel like that gap will start to bridge where they'll learn more about it but also to learn about it will become easier i think that's true because the generation is like they're yeah, young yeah, they like to yeah. learn and actually i think actually um the school systems is implementing like computer science courses now like yeah. they're doing base level like coding so, so so then for example if this is just a random example if if you're a librarian and you know obviously a bunch of books obviously a bunch of data you can go through right instead of hiring like a comp sci person to do it your librarian would know how to do some of the things required to do that same job i think this is pretty standard to expect as like tech increases and advances it's basically like when microsoft came out right. everyone had to learn how to use microsoft word right. and all the appliances yeah. and how to yeah. use a basic computer yeah and then in the very beginning before when computers were just starting to become like a common household thing you only had like a few handful of people that knew how to work a computer but now everyone knows how to work a computer if you don't know how to work a computer and an ipad you're like the fuck right so then like eventually within the next few years everyone's gonna learn how to code but that's still gonna be just a base minimum of what you would need to know to work the tech that we'll have at the time well so the other thing i'm wondering too is like pre microsoft you could still write like you could use wordpress and stuff like that to, to to write like articles reports and whatever right and microsoft pretty much gave the layman the ability to do this easier hmm. do you think that's going to happen to coding like that's that's how i kind of foresee that is there a way to like make python easier that's what for ai the is that's yeah. what ai yeah, is yeah, yeah. but like I, I wonder if there's going to be some like inter like like you said ai and stuff like that like a more interactive software for coding right Oh, dude, they've actually started implementing uh, AI into Microsoft Bing, like, you know, the Microsoft. Yeah. 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 So you could just like search something on like the Bing or I don't know what to it call it. It was this week, last week. Yeah, they announced yeah, it. It was huge. And it comes up with like a bunch of like code on the side to like how if you want to like, like code something mm. like just you'll Google it. I'm going to say Bing it because that's like their thing. Yeah. But yeah, it'll also come up with a, a search and also like a whole ai like generated chat of like how to do it yeah it's really impressive oh. it's really cool like what do you mean like how, how to do what like the like co- if you're trying to code something right, right, or like like how do i code this type of 
thing yeah, and then they'll like do it f- kind of for you right yeah mm-hmm. it's almost like a personal like assistant that's telling you how to do something mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to be coding i'm pretty sure you could do like ask it like what what are the steps i need to do for like landscaping and it'll yeah. give you like a step-by-step process it's yeah. like really what's cool. that uh do you guys remember that math online software thing you use for like your oh math my on god course? <sighs> well, well wolfram alpha you will find it's alpha. like wolfram oh, yes. alpha but for coding yes. now because yeah. wolfram alpha would tell you how you go from like a limit to the solution yes. that you want to or a derivative to the solution you want to it's like wolfram <coughs> alpha but for coding now that's pretty cool that's what i was so like maybe i'm stupid because what i was foreseeing was that i thought there was going to be like a visual based python where it's like okay this is kind of what you want to do you have these like you know how like before you start a code you kind of like a block or a flow chart of what you actually get it to do and then you implement that into code and then instead of the implement it into code i feel like there's gonna be some more interactive and easier way of like putting that together Mm -hmm. but this whole ai thing kind of just skips all that right you just go straight to what you want right but that being said i do feel like if you learn the flow chart way of it you kind of learn the process a bit better yeah otherwise you're just entering words and then you're, you're an like like away, yeah right? like there's the the cheat of just entering shit into the ai software and it's just giving you the thing but you're yeah. not truly learning it so what my thought process was that there was going to be an intermediate step which may not happen where it's a visual based code where like you code but like with visuals instead of with just like you know ifs and whatever I mean, loops like, you code with visuals if you were to use python as an example <laughs> python is a very easily readable code anyways because yeah. it uses actual whole words and yeah, you yeah. can simplify everything like if anyone looks at any python code it's very easy to understand even if you don't know how to code at all yeah and it's very easy to teach yourself so i think that like as programs advance and develop there's going to be programs that allow that visual part i'm pretty sure there's there's books already for little kids to learn how to program yeah. python right now and c yeah. and these visuals for it yeah and i'm pretty sure there's probably programs out there that do the same right now to teach you yeah. how to do python but then I think that with as tech advances right now, Python might not seem as easy to like your regular person that doesn't know how to code. But it's actually like like your ABCs and everyone's going to be able to learn it like so quickly, so easily. Right. It's literally like the standard of knowing how to use a computer. So so what I mean, that's kind of rude to the people who don't know. How to use it. But anyways, <laughs> uh, like what my thought process was the whole analogy of going back to Microsoft Word. where my, Microsoft Word was what let you use WordPress without using WordPress. Right, it was the thing that bridged the gap for all the layman's, and then mm. that's how it became such a big hit. So, right, like like Microsoft is so huge because of that type of. So like, I think I think what you're talking about is the development of another language, which makes which makes uh, it even easier to like code something. Not well, maybe or maybe just an advancement of current languages, like like I said, like a visual aid or something that was the Microsoft Word for Word and Excel or Microsoft Excel for like like basic worksheet pro- processing, right? That that's what that was what my thought process. But then you guys are right with like AI and shit. You could just skip all that and just go straight to like, you know, chat chat GPT or like fucking Bing yeah. or whatever. And the more people that use the AI, the more data it collects and it's more efficient and more. But uh, each time, do you feel like that degrades the learning process? Then, like, does it feel? I don't know how to explain, but it's like if someone could do what I do in like mechanical engineering, just going through the fucking like AI and shit I'd feel kind of shady I'd be like fuck what, what the fuck did I do this to learn all this I think yes but I think that not everyone needs to know that level of code that mm, you would need yeah. in order to create that kind of AI and then having everyone know how to actually utilize AI to its full extent without actually needing to like know how to make the AI mm-hmm. will create a whole new like workforce and a whole new skill and a whole new set of people that 
are still useful. Even if you don't know how to create the actual AI, at least you'll know how to utilize it to its full potential. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Being able to use like the AI to its fullest because there's so much things that you don't need to memorize because that's yeah. what the AI essentially yeah like, it has a lot of memorization like built into it because yeah. it's a, it's a language like based learning model right yeah so they I've heard like a lot of like uh, caveats to uh like AI whereas because it's not up to the point where it can do critical thinking and like really deep dives into analysis right right um, and then that's what we kind of reserve for like what we do as humans right now to do that part yeah. of the component so we should. Like we're gonna try and find ways to use AI to really um, help us as a tool to, uh, or as a tool help us figure out like critical problems. Right. Okay. That that makes sense. I, I guess what I was just trying to get at is like, so for me, I can do a lot of basic shit on like Python and stuff like that. But I was thinking like, man, I wonder if there's like a visual based thing for like the more advanced shit, right? Because sometimes like sometimes when you read a code, it makes sense, but for you to like write that code, you're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like that's before you even write the code. You gotta have to like visually think of like yeah, what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, right? and then I wonder if someone will like make something that bridges the gap that becomes like the Microsoft Word of coding, right? Like make it so accessible. I actually think there. I remember seeing something on TikTok where oh, there already is. Yeah, there's something like you can just you can like write down like a flow chart. Yeah. Of like oh execute this and then do this and then do this yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it'll like write it down for yeah. you. Because because when I was going through my university computer courses, that's pretty much what we have to do. Like we have to like logic our way through it to build it and then we write the code for it and then do all that stuff like that, right? Yeah. But I feel like man, it'd be so convenient because once you understand the logic, the rest is just like semantics, right? It's just like knowing the right word yeah, to use exactly. at the right time and like the right little tricks, right? Yeah. Like using counters properly and using proper loops, right? Yeah. At, th- at that point, at least, that's that's what it felt like when I was doing my courses at uh, in school. Like if you knew the process of how to do it, at that point, you're 90% done that assignment. Yeah, and then it's just like typing yeah. out the ifs. And yeah, yeah. And then it's just like making sure the, the chart, your flow chart matches the actual code. Yeah, I don't know. Like, a- I always wonder about that. There's a celebrity, I think it was Doja Cat, that has a music video that you can actively code and change the change what happens in her music video. Mm. It's like that that game movie. Oh, that's so cool. Like everyone can pretend to be hackers. <laughs> Like, yeah, look, like, slap me the keyboard and shit. Get past the firewall. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> oh, one second later. Oh, I'm past the firewall. <laughs> what a shitty firewall. Yeah, you know how many nodes they use for this guy. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so great. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad there's people who. Uh, I mean, I'm glad in general that it's still pushing so hard and stuff. But the, the one thing I have like got a bit more into because there's a presentation at work and. A podcast I was listening to about uh about like fusion reactors and shit. Oh, okay, and that shit seems cool. I definitely like obviously yes. related to AI and stuff, but fusion itself, like the principles of it are so cool because uh for me like I like the physics part of it and like the physics side is so in tune and so crazy. Well, I know is fusion is like to solve like energy like yeah. crisis right yeah. yeah 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 pretty um like the theories to it is very insane so. That'd be pretty cool to know. I mean, everything's still Would you ever want to work at CERN? Mm, me? CERN? I don't know. Probably not. I think I'm too basic for that shit. Yeah, CERN seems, seems like, like some crazy level shit. That sounds so exciting, though. It, I mean, it sounds exciting, but yeah. Uh... So a part of me really enjoys practicality. So like sometimes I see some like, cra- like crazy and wild shit. And like 
I always feel like the smartest person in the room is the one who actually makes it like practical and useful. Like people can think of all the theories and shit. Yeah. But I, I personally always found like the smartest person in the room is what made the the problem like actually practical. And sometimes that goes against the whole like theory thought process, right? Because a lot of theories aren't practical, right? They're no. just a theory, but as they get developed and as other theories get developed and as other things get advanced with along with that theory, then it beco- it blossoms into something that's actually practical, right? Can you argue that something's practical as long as it contributes to human knowledge, general human knowledge, and understanding the universe? Well, yeah, you can think of everything in proxy, then it makes sense, right? So, like, you you can always think about, like, for me to get to this solution, if you work backwards, you're always going to go back to theory, right? So then if you always get back to theory, then you're always on the general knowledge of learning something, right? Yeah, I agree. As long as you're developing a new idea, then it it leads, like, someone else to develop you know creator yeah like, but then for me like out. i guess the way my brain works like the face value i don't see it right like the one reason and i always say this i'm 100 percent wrong 100 percent wrong about this uh i always like shit on project management shit because it just feels like they're just moving shit around and just <laughs> telling people and, you know what i mean like like at the end of the day if you take them out of their job and say like hey go find it like go do something right like they can't like they they don't actually do anything but they manage all the people who do the things right yeah and all the people who actually do the things i feel like if you're the one actually doing the thing and one day you got fired you can literally do that same thing but for something else Mm. right whereas if you're just managing people and you got fired one day and you have to do another thing and you don't have the right team like you're dog shit like you're always relying on other people right um but isn't a good project manager able to properly manage a a a poor team doesn't function well together to you know work uh, cohesively I mean sometimes you get dog shit you can't really turn it into gold right quote of the year <laughs> like, like if you learn like okay I'm sure everyone has dealt with like the useless piece of shit co-workers or like colleagues and stuff like that or like the if you have a group project that one person right yeah like I mean yeah you could try to fucking coach them to the win right you could pull off like a Toronto Raptors or some bullshit right but <laughs> But I feel like that's like the effort's not kind of yeah, worth it. It's far and few between. Yeah. Sure. And then I just feel like the 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 reason I say the practical side is like goes back to the argument like the person actually doing the work. I feel like I I know they rely on the project manager to like you know guide them to do the right type of work. Yeah. So it's like the person can be really good at what they do, but if they don't have the guidance or the direction, they're never gonna do something actually useful, right? Mm-hmm. So the direction is useful, but. Sometimes I feel like, man, like if I just become a project manager, like I feel like I'm just gonna like I hate bossing people around and shit. I was like, man, what's mm. the use of this? Like I always want like the real life practical experience, right? Like mm. like if I'm actually designing a thing or actually doing simulation on parts and stuff like that, then I'll be like, okay, I'm actually providing an output that is quantifiable and I can use it forever, right? I see. Yeah. But maybe my thought process isn't useful. But anyways, going back to the original question, that's why I feel like CERN for me is so far out of reach where it's like whatever you do, first of all, is probably may not be practical. Um, I think it's practical. You're gonna send any fucking humans to space one day. <laughs> yeah. Unlimited energy, you're fine. Like you would be okay working like 30 years just for that one thing to watch. I would be. Yeah. Okay. yeah At least but- I, I, feel, I would feel like I've contributed to something actually useful and significant in my life. If it mm. becomes like a breakthrough, you're like, damn, I was like a part of that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I can think of a greater like accomplishment or like feeling of satisfaction in life. Really? Okay. I don't know. Like. Having kids, having family, no more. Here's here's another cool one <laughs> that isn't as like grandiose as what you're thinking, but it's the same like steps. Like like for example, you work thirty years just to send this one project and it works. It's great. That's pretty cool. But like for example, if you were like 
designing all this shit for this one company and like for 30 years you've been doing that and at the end of that career they like, fire you at the end of that career like all the shit that that company's ever built has your fucking name on it because you're the one who designed everything. You're, you literally built that, right? You uh, built all that shit up. Right? So you watched Breaking Bad? You don't happen to Walter White? No, I never watched Breaking Bad, so. Oh, okay, damn. He was part of a big-ass company between him and two other people. Yeah. He got kicked out. Well, he, like, left, but. But, like, to me, it doesn't feel bad if you're actually useful and you have to, like, get booted because you're like, okay, I'll just do my own thing. Like, I, I, I'm, I, it goes back to the practicality. Like, I can literally do this. I'm just going to do it again, but somewhere else and or, like, someplace else or some some other company or some other thing right but whereas if you're always like theory crafting or if you're always like managing other people it just feels like the fuck can i actually do like, like technically tasks. like yeah you can push paper and stuff but you can't actually do it like if you're always relying on someone else to do it mm. like which was what technically mm. most project managers do right like you don't actually go and fix the plumbing you project manage the setup so the plumbers come in and do the actual work right yeah but I, I'm sure I'm wrong about it. Like, I'm sure there's aspects to it. Like, I'm not trying to devalue. I just... But yeah. that's from your experience as a project manager. I, I, I just feel like, yeah, I, I mean, like, the company can live on without that project manager. The p- company cannot live on with those people doing those exact designs and stuff like that. Mm. Right? Like, you, like, nothing else can move on. And I feel like the best people who are project managers has done the shit work first. They, oh, okay. they like the best project managers were the ones who got project managed well and they did their job so well that they got into that role right i think that's the the whole idea of the role of being a project manager though. yeah well i mean i feel like sometimes people like there's literally like courses just to be a project manager yeah like and you it's just PMI. like yeah. <laughs> just go around and just boss people around all day kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> whereas like the people who started at the bottom they like know exactly what the people who are under them now has to do to succeed right mm-hmm. So it feels yeah. different, but yeah. But yeah, going back to the original question, I don't know. Like, I don't think I I, I haven't really thought about something that crazy. It, it's also like uh, maybe I I wouldn't say self confidence, but it, it doesn't feel like something that I'd be that interested in. Just because I guess it's not part of your like your life goals, I guess, or goals yeah. in life to have something so grandois. I kind of want something, some like you know, yeah, ah, I built too. this shit. I built like something crazy, or like having a big life accomplishment. Yeah, I could get a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> uh, I don't care about the Nobel Sick. Peace Prize. Uh, not but. for not because of the prize, but it means you actually have done something so notable that they want to give you that sort so, of prize for it. I I think the one way I would want to work for them is that I become so good at what I do is that they need my skills for me to actually join. Like they need like I have to be a core part. Oh, like of somebody it. in Europe is like, hey, I need some guy to engineer this. Like, hey, have you heard of? I know this guy. He he's no, in no, Canada. No. I would want that Alvin. too. That that's that, cool. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Like, I, oh, I, we I, want the special like. I, yeah, I actually want think a specialist, specialist, the top of his niche. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever happen like that, but I, I think definitely. <laughs> yeah. Call you to Europe, and like, no. yo, we need you, Alvin, right yeah. away. You're the only one in the world that can do this. I actually think that's such a. Well, it's it's obviously such a, like a theatrical way of doing it, right? Because most yeah. of the time, it's like you do a random you're project. You're not the only one, huh? Yeah, most of the time, you're not the only one. Well, isn't it's, it's actually not you're not the only one. It's just that it's so theatrical because they won't just call you for that. It would be like you did a project and you actually already know the person, right? Because you did a project, they were yeah. kind of related to it. They went somewhere else. You did more projects. You become more known in that field. And then that person's like, hey, we need someone like you here. Yeah, they and just then, recognize. Yeah, the yeah. Right. Like, they won't call someone out of random. Like, they'll yeah. actually know you because, like, as good as someone is, if they're a pain to work with, no one's going to want them. 
if that kind of oh, makes yeah. sense. Like, as, as smart as someone is, like, being a team player actually kind of matters. Yeah. No, course. it's like that whole, like, like being incorporated into a team, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think, like, people in, like, really high up places would rather pick the second best person if that second best person can work with the team better than the first best person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Also, going back to, like, getting, like, your efforts, no, like, recognized, uh, I read a thing where it's just about about the about it's about the amount of quantity you do right so i heard uh, a thing where michael did like fifteen thousand paintings but we only know like two or three of them yeah it's always you do a bunch of stuff and you only get recognized for two or three and those are the ones that like count so mm-hmm. it's all about like doing a quantity or do you believe that there's something else to it yeah it goes i mean this is gonna be a maybe a long conversation it goes, it, it goes back to what i talked about before about creativity like i think creativity is actually repetition like why is a chef so good at doing this stuff is because they've done it like millions of times and they've mastered it before they can move on to actually being creative if that makes sense like them mastering something opened up space for them to become creative be able to know where the limits are and how to step outside the box yeah exactly whereas like i feel like it's not just like pen to paper and just doing it right it's like like you said, Michelangelo did a bunch, and that's how he got so good is by all those past stuff to get to where he was. Yeah, which is why, like, one of my resolutions is to print as many shit as I can. Like, the more I print, I feel like the better I may become at printing and shit like that. Yeah, because you find out why why does one get fucked yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, right? stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. happens all the time. I mean, it, it's probably the same as uh, you guys in like coding, right? Like, the more you guys do it, the better you will become at it. Yeah, uh, you sometimes stop doing I feel little, like I'm at the same spot. Those stupid things, but then I feel like with coding, no matter how much you learn, you'll always have imposter syndrome. Oh, dude, I you'll always feel kind of stupid. I feel uh. always <laughs> dog shit at coding. Like every time I think about it, I feel so bad at it. But why is that? But I feel like um, if you do it just to learn, it's not that great. But if you do it for a specific task that you need to get done, you learn so much. More. Oh, yeah. So it's oh, like for sure, yeah. I need to get this thing done. Like for example, oh, I need to automate this thing of my calendar or something like that. And then you learn to get that done. Then you learn so much more than just learning for the sake of learning. Yeah, yeah. I I had I so in my like whole adventure to like trying to learn coding, I got stuck in what they call tutorial hell. You're just fucking watching a bunch of videos (laughs) how to like how to do this. At the end of the day, you gotta just try and build something. So I really stopped myself from watching like more fucking videos and just to try and build something. You can always go down a loophole and learn all these different strategies and all the different ways and all the different like codes and stuff like that. But then, yeah, I feel like you actually have to give yourself a project and learn the limitations of the project so that you could actually know what you want to build and know how your code works and why your code works the way it does. And when it fails, that's why you learn more. And then you'll try and put in different nuances and manipulate your project. And that's how you actually learn, I would say. Yeah, it's just just crazy because it's all about like just at the end of the day, you learn by doing. I, I think it's the biggest, um, the biggest ego trip. So like when you do a project, you actually learn like holy shit! Like half the tutorials I learned was fucking useless. First of all, yeah. <laughs> and then you start learning the shit you actually need to do. And then when you learn the shit you actually need to do, then you find out that someone's done it way better, way faster than you. Yeah. And it's like available to you. Then you realize that okay. And it goes back to the whole open source thing. It's like, okay, maybe I don't have to do this from scratch. Mm. <laughs> maybe I can just pick up something that someone's already perfected. There's no reason to redo it and then implement it to what I need to do. That's what art is though. They literally take this, yeah. like they take your art and you implement um, that same art, just make it a little bit better. But but that's also, um, that's also the whole point of like exponential growth. Like exponential growth can't happen without the person behind you, like, or before you 
getting to that cap of like perfecting something then you take it and then you bring it to not yeah. that thing to the next level but you take it to t- bring something else to the next yeah, level you right? add you add your own element yeah. to it so then it's why like why you know programmers now are smarter than they were 10 years ago athletes are better now than they were 10 years ago is because like what they had to learn was the best of the last person that, that came yeah. before them so they had like literally that person's career and the best things they had and, and they all could the learn failures too. yeah yeah and they learn Huge. it instantly and then they take that and they advance on that I just realized that's something that's very applicable in almost every single field that like the more you learn from the people that have done right or the people that have been successful and you also fail yourself that's how you do the most growth so i just thought about like even for working out if you go close to failure or to failure that's when you get the most amount of like growth right and if you always and if you only push yourself to like six seven rp every single time yeah yeah i was gonna say it also helps to have like a, a mentor or a coach you know to really guide yeah. you through yeah. like that process right instead yeah. of just watching fucking videos like <laughs> it's just like you can't fix your form with watching a video and shit like that right? oh yeah and you can't yeah. do all that stuff so you don't know what you're supposed to feel yeah i mean it's just if if it was more uh i, I wonder if there is a space in the world where it becomes a bit more uh base level transactional so for example right now for you to get that mentor you have to like have some repertoire almost like if you go to the gym a lot and you see guys there a lot and like they work a lot and they're super ripped and stuff and then you kind of build that little relationship and then they'll start giving you tips and stuff like that right uh obviously there's services like that like a trainer but i feel like half the trainers don't do what fuck they're just useless i feel like half the trainers i've always met that are helping people i'm like dude you're not like, it feels like you're not teaching them the right thing. I, I swear mm-hmm. that too. Like, I don't want to sound so cocky, but I've seen so many trainers at the city rec gyms and I'm like, yeah. your client is literally doing it wrong. Why aren't you helping them? Yeah. Or like, what yeah. What the fuck? I, I mean, one day there's there has to be some like easier way where it's like uh, app-based thing where you literally, I'm sure there already is, but to make it more accessible to the masses where you can just record yourself and they'll actually like pinpoint exactly what you're doing wrong and stuff. Oh, there is. Yeah. You but know is the it, Equinox gym in Vancouver? Yeah or like anywhere it, they have their own app and then you can record yourself and you could have a trainer like watch you, you and to, tell you, you have to pay for that how though? Do you do no it's it's everyone can access it as long as you go to the gym uh, oh so you oh, pay yeah, for the yeah. membership of the gym yeah but so it makes so sense though. sick so so what i was thinking is like what they would implement was at gyms they would have more stands next to like racks and shit where you can put your phone to record yourself at the proper angles and shit like that right or your mirrors have ai integrated Ooh. into it and it'll tell you like oh shit but that angle of your knee flexion have you <laughs> oh, have you seen people <laughs> run into mirrors at the gym oh that's also true <laughs> you have i don't think i have ever i mean first of all the, their mirrors aren't actual mirrors you know they're just that flimsy tape they put on that's oh, like, yeah. that like, like a toiletger yeah. yeah yeah but I, I feel like either a combination of that but like that's kind of tough because um you have to somehow integrate that but if you already have some app on your phone that can do it and then the city like gyms like racks and bench bench areas already have like some type of stand where you can put your phone in and record that'd be that'd be pretty pretty next level just gotta develop an app that will take your camera take like the frame of the person doing that workout and tell them what they, to fix I, I they actually, have something similar to that so they have an app that marks the path your bar path sorry so so i i'm actually not lift. i'm not worried about the app i actually think the app is will naturally be developed but i'm actually thinking like if it's physically there like if it's physically available like if like whoever like ha- is a hammer <laughs> you fitness? open the app some <laughs> random guy comes over and touches your muscle <laughs> no, 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 no. oh yeah you're doing great you know so like uh 
was it whatever one of the company that builds racks if they had like an attachment that you could put on a rack like a like mm. a twenty dollar attachment you can buy that you just put on your rack that you can put your phone on to like mm-hmm. record shit I think that'd be like a cur- a gorilla pod a gorilla grip thing yeah but if you had one that can attach to the rack you can get like different angles and shit if it, it's like a gorilla grip and attaches to your rack mm-hmm. that'd be next level and if it's like more accessible to the masses I feel like that'd be huge three D print it. And then uh, get the ball yeah. out, and then bounce. This is your business idea. This is how you escape that. the rat race. No thanks. I will join the rats in the race. You guys, yeah, you guys probably get like the feeling like you're stuck in the matrix too. Then hey, um, yeah, I think a nine to five is very unsustainable. It is, but I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, I need to go part time. I cannot fuck. do full time. I, <laughs> I think part time is the amount of hours you should work wait we all you can't do anything else in life you literally can't actually enjoy life you're literally just yeah wait, it feels wait, like i work for the weekend up. you know yeah. it's like wait it's do soft. we all live at home yeah yeah, yeah that's why we, that's why part-time sounds good to us <laughs> why, why i mean if you, hey, you live on bills. your own you need bills and yeah, like no a full-time well, I mean, job like, is more required but yeah still like regardless of that i think it's more so like your time commitments so much of your time is to work put towards working yeah, yeah that's true. or even even if it's not that like i swear i can finish all my work within a day sometimes yes. within like a few hours but oh then you have to get facetime and that's so useless dude there's like literally like two hours of, of at least every day at work where i'm just like i could be home because i've done all my work but they still want me to sit in this goddamn office exactly for the hour I'm like exactly it's so it's so useless and then you could be doing other things but then like from like monday to friday you're busy essentially grinding catching up on things just to make sure you're like healthy so you have to work out fit make sure you eat and like do all these things keep up with your errands and your chores and then you have the weekend to like relax a little bit but then like sunday comes around you need to prepare for the week and yeah it's it's go by quick vicious cycle man yeah yeah i mean i think there is possibly a way so like I know everyone, everyone and their mothers are like, oh yeah, corporate life sucks, all this shit. I feel like, okay, probably like 90% of that is true. But I feel like there must be people with jobs that are actually fucking great. Like I've seen some pretty cool shit at some of uh like some people I know that do like sim- simulation for like a living shit and all the design stuff they do. I was like, dude, that'd be pretty fun well, every day. Some people are content with a nine to five, right? Yeah. So, and then they don't mind it. I think, yeah. I guess like us, or I don't know. Yeah, I no, think, no, no, no. Yeah. It is, it is like you just have so much menial bullshit task that you have to get mm-hmm. through, and then it's so easy. Some of them are so easy to get through that you do it, and then you're just like, okay, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, it's, some people are just okay with that nine to five, but like, you know, I always felt like for myself personally, I was just like, I'm meant for something more than like the mm, nine to five. I think so too. Yeah, it's just like I want to do something different. Have you guys yeah. ever hit like that critical mask at work, like? I, I've hit a point where like I had people under me and shit and I was like busy all the time and it was like I was productive all the time but I was also busy all the time. I would say that's maybe me right now. Oh yeah. That's, I mean It's stressful as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I guess stressful but like for me when I was at that point like I didn't have that time to waste. Yeah. You don't always, have time to think about that right? Yeah, so, like yeah. I didn't have any time to think and shit. I was just like busy all the fucking time. And then your week just goes by so fast. Yeah. But like, and the next thing you know, it's like a month pass, and you're like, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah. But it's it's kind of nice because you get to the point where you don't do the menial tasks; you give it to the people under you, and then you do the harder shit. Like, but if time passes by that fast, and it kind of feels like you're wasting your life, I I get that same feeling. Yeah, even though my the work I do is not like you know, it's just not me. Like you know, Mm. the work I'm doing, it goes by quickly. Yeah, 
but when I look back, like back, it's two months past. I'm like, dude, what did I do? All I yeah, it was just work. Wait, wait. I was yeah. working for a company. I actually, I actually get that sometimes, but sometimes I think that exact same way, and then some time will pass, and then I'll think back. And when people start talking to me about stuff, I was like, oh shit, I actually know a lot about this specific thing now. Uh, but maybe that was just when I was like, for example, when I was in, in construction, that's just what happens all the time. Like, mm-hmm. um, at the point where I hit critical mass, when I had a bunch of people, like not specifically under me, but when I was like managing crews and all this other shit. It was like I was out there every day just solving problems and people were doing all this other tasks for me. And then at the end of a couple of months, I'd be like, fuck, I didn't do anything these last couple of months. And then when it got time for me to like um, go to like go to a different job interview or talk to someone else about my job, I was like, oh, shit, I actually know a lot. Like I start just talking and it just starts flowing. And it's like, oh, damn, I actually know a lot about this specific thing for some reason. Yeah. But like at the time, it didn't feel like it. it feels like I did fuck off for like three, three months. But mm. then when I start talking about it, I was like, oh, I know all these like minute things that people don't know about for some reason. Is it worth it though? Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Two like, seconds of gratification. Of day, like, yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't remember the last time I enjoyed a full day without like a significant amount of stress. I don't know. <laughs> for me, like uh, when I was doing that job, the best thing was problem solving. Like going out there with a bunch of like, guys and just trying to figure out like how do we fix this right now and i'll be like you know as i started it will take me like a couple of days to figure it out right mm-hmm. and then near the end i literally go to site and within the hour i'll be like this is what you guys do just fucking start and then i just leave and like and then i go to the next one because they'll call me to a, to a to a different one right and at that time like although it was super stressful it felt uh kind of nice it felt like i was like super useful and super productive and i, I was like actually getting shit done that's nice yeah right? like, because it gets to the point where most of my menial tasks have already been pushed off so i'm all o- they're only throwing like hard problems at me now but i don't know like maybe i won't ever get there get rewarded because your brain is stimulated yeah yeah. yeah it's stimulated and like the thing is like i won't be able to give them these solutions that i've come up with if i didn't fuck up all the other times before that too Right, so I'm drawing from my experiences, and I'm also very similar. So, like, literally, I was the perfect, per- perfect person in the world for that exact problem at the moment. I can kind of see what you mean because when I do my startup job, yeah, whenever I have meetings or we meet up and talk about the projects, I get so freaking excited that it that it feels like like my brain is on fire, like it, like I genuinely feel so happy and it feels so mm. exciting talking about these things. Yeah, versus like my full-time job which is like more in the it field yeah it's so fucking boring and so i can see like both sides if you have if you're working towards something that you find super exciting yeah literally it's so rewarding so exciting like and then like anything like i i could i could work so many more hours for my kickstart job and not care if i'm not paid for it so much because it's literally so interesting to me oh that's why i said i want to work at a startup if i ever get that chance to just because like i feel like it's uh the decisions you get to like be a part of are more impactful yeah. right versus like my current nine to five i feel like yeah it's just like i hate the meetings they're just like really boring all the time like oh man i'm not stimulated i think it's the biggest thing too i'm not as mentally stimulated as i want to be yeah. yeah yeah and then because you're spending so many hours during your days doing that one thing then it's just like feels like your brain is rotting right yeah exactly yeah mm. and then when a month or two goes past it's like like fuck. bro i rotted for a whole <laughs> yeah <laughs> holy shit yeah no that's true i agree with that that's pretty sick what's your guys's dream job um, or dream 
I guess, lifestyle if you don't want a job, if that makes sense. Johnny sins. You pack him. Nice. I mean, he does pretty... I mean, he has every career, right? Yeah, he's a teacher sometimes. He's a doctor. Yeah, astronaut. Yeah, whatever the fuck he wants to be. Super soaker. I think I'd be, like, very entrepreneurial. Like, I want to do my own, like, business. Eventually combining that with maybe like a, a start like a startup in tech hey i'm the or, same or like healthcare like healthcare startup in tech my own business and you know that way i could, could be i would be able to put my own um uh impact on the world through my own business mm. in an area that i can choose my own like hours build my own team and just live the life i want and not really be constrained to like the constraints to like a company or anything right so ideally that's where i would want to be so it's all about like trying to build a foundation for me right now. So that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's just tough. I yes. like that. Yeah. My answer is the exact same. Nice. I want to start my own business and then also have like a uh, 95 specifically in AI and have it to do with neuroscience or kinesiology so that I can stimulate my brain in a way that I can't start my own business. I don't think I could ever start my own business in AI. I'll, I'll always feel like an imposter in that sector. But if I could join a startup company or like some company that has its has a role for me that's really niche and it's in AI and neuroscience or kinesiology, then I could simulate my brain in that way. But then I'll also have my side company or my own personal company so that I could actually like put my efforts and see my efforts amount to something that is reflected of the amount of effort that I put into it and I could put my creativity into it. I could actually like have a team and like clients that actually mean something to me. Mm. That would be yeah. the life. Actually, uh, I'm actually starting a side business. Oh um, yeah. Just to like, I wanted only to fans? like get the experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Only fans. Feet just, finder? Like, feet <laughs> um, it's actually a three six one of those 360 photo booths. Oh, um, sick. But I'm going to be more tailored towards like marketing, like, like products. Mm-hmm. So like, it'll be kind of like, a mix like, between renting out the photo booth, but also trying to market certain products using three, like a 360 video for, and like different camera angles to really like highlight a product. Mm. Oh, um, cool. yeah. How big are these products? Yeah, just Is like it? it'd have to fit on like the, the They're like a little booth. like stage, right? You yeah, a little on stage. That, that oh, that's so cool. Yeah. You, just, you, you know, you could 3D print one, the 360 thing. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> they have it. It's all free too. Oh really? Damn. <laughs> Damn. You you know what next project oh, you're doing yeah, for the next two weeks? For well, if I ever need a backup here. stage. <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's sick. When do you when do you think you're gonna start it? And uh, I bought all the stuff. I'm just gonna I'm waiting for it to come in, and then I'm gonna start like trying to build up a a port like a I guess like a website portfolio for it to really mm-hmm. get that name out. It's called Spotlight. Be in the spotlight. Damn. Yeah. I'm I had, it hasn't been taken. It's, it hasn't been taken. Actually, there's one in Edmonton called Glamcam. They do like 360 like oh, videos okay. as well. I was going to say like, like the Glam bot at um, the Grammys. If you could do something similar to that. Yeah, no, it's going to be similar to that. That'd yeah. You guys are missing out on the 360 audio. The idea I had before. What's 360 audio? <laughs> It's a very convoluted idea. I can't explain it all in the time we have. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to tell you. Is this Alvin running around like, <laughs> No, not exactly. Audio. No, no, not exactly. Yeah, but that's just one of my ventures out to do something different. Just because I was like, I got to do something different. And one of the things I always wanted to do was like have my own like business side hustle. 
and I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be fun. Maybe I'll I'm because it's my first like side like hustle business yeah. type of thing. I'm like, oh, it might fail. It might not. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It would be cool. You can use that same 360 apparatus to create a model of the actual thing, and then you could <laughs> print shit. Like that's like, actually what people do. Model of your 360. Yeah, with a fucking robot arm. <laughs> yeah, like like if I put this on that 360 thing, and then it will it will create a model of this controller, and I could just print a exact same thing of wait, this wait. Yeah, instead of having wait. to model it. Why don't you just 3D print that model? Oh my god. Oh my god. What do you mean? Oh my fucking god. meta. 3, 3D print the <laughs> printer that's going to 3D print the robot arm. That's going to oh. 3D print your controller. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And then you 3D print your controller. <laughs> I'll let you guys think of that shit. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to wrap it up here. Hope you guys enjoy our, I guess, random talk. We did talk a little bit about CompSign AI shit, but uh, it was just mostly showing people that, hey, come on the show. We'll just talk about whatever. We always find something exciting to talk about. And it's usually pretty fun for everyone. So, yeah glad yeah. you hope you guys enjoy this it was a great time yeah yeah i hope uh how was you, your first yeah how was it kaboon for you oh it was great i'm glad you guys asked me to do this mm, and... okay give us your honest answer after we're off the show okay oh yeah don't <laughs> worry you you'll see the google <laughs> yeah. bitch you cut me yeah. off five times <laughs> all right anyways see you guys thanks for tuning in thanks bye, bye. thank you <laughs>